Let's get started. Here we go. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. All right. For the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kumar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd. I am joined, as usual, by Kumar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Greetings and salutations. Simon, as you can see, is in his normal chipper mood. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as a, as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but first, I think there might be some new patrons. There are some new Patreons. Brother Matt, uh, this is my favorite time of the week. And now the Patreons, the guys that keep the lights on. A big, heartfelt thank you to Kenny Lamb. Come on down, brand new Patreon. Oh, well, Kenny was a big level, too. What a big Kenny. level. Big shout-out to I think to he's Kenny. a Hong Kong billionaire. The guys and girls who keep the lights on. There are a lot of women on say. there, too. And uh, a big shout-out to Zachary Topeka. 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 I like that. Zachary Topeka. Come What's on down. Up, Zachary. By the way, someone on the Patreon asked if I could upload the full videos to the Patreon, and I think I'll start doing that this week. So you'll get that's your other that's your now new Patreon bonus. Full video on the Patreon, the full video episode plus yeah. the post show, which we record right after our thoughts. Yeah. I just love making work for myself. So news. Let's let's do it. Predictions. Kamar, how was your week? Uh, it was good. I, I got up on stage and I bought uh, chicken on sale. Wow, what a week. And I feel fine. This so. is where he's at in comedy, where getting stage time is just as, is is rate equal to getting chicken on sale. Well, no, it, it, I, it was after the thought, I was like, chicken on sale, do you want to buy discounted chicken? I'm not going to lie, any meat on sale, like whenever you find really cheap steaks, yeah, I guess I'm always so. like, I'm not. I'd, yeah, I snapped up a bargain, made some chicken. Made some chicken. And I, wa- and I watched Ted Lasso. In its entirety? In its entirety. Very heartwarming, right? So wholesome. So <laughs> good. It's so good for the soul. Simon, I'm going to roll what you left on here. Yeah, go crazy, man. And it makes you want to be like a, a British professional footballer. <laughs> you know what's funny about Ted Lasso is there's a guy right now kind of living. They call him Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso in, the, uh, in the Premier League. Jesse March. He, he's an American who took over the coaching or the managerial job at Leeds. Hmm. I'm unaware of this Ted Lasso character. If you get access to Apple TV, you'll love it. Well, Simon, so like eight years ago, Jason Sudeikis did a CBS short for YouTube called Ted Lasso, where he is an American football coach who has gone to the UK to coach soccer. Okay. So the whole thing is him on the pitch, like tackle. So it all started from that one little Yeah, and then seven years later, Apple TV picked it up and we're like, we're going to make a, a, a series out of it. And it's British, so it's cheeky. Okay. Is Does it that make British, sense? though? I think it's American. Well, it's all it shot. It takes place in it's Britain. It's all shot in Britain. Yeah, I, I get that. Everyone's British. <laughs> I, I Just the same way, have you noticed all the Star Wars, everyone's British? It's because the best actors are 
predominantly British. But I think it's all, a lot of it's filmed in England, in studios in England. And that doesn't make any sense. Why would Star Wars characters have British accents? There's no fucking British colony in... Am um, I wrong, though? In I, space. And yeah. also in Game of Thrones, why do they have British accents? There should be no British accents. Well, Kings Britain, and Queens. Britain, because the British accent reminds you of, like, a an older time, yeah. right? So it's an... Like, if everyone in Game of Thrones is like, ah, oh, fucking right, this guy, you know what I mean? It just doesn't have the same. There should the just as easily be a fucking um, orc who speaks with like a Jersey accent. You know what I mean? Oh, look at a fucking dragon. He's coming down here. I, I'm just saying, maybe not that. Maybe not a Jersey accent. That's pretty specific. <laughs> but like, uh, why British? It doesn't make any sense. But I'm not wrong. No, okay. you're not. That it's all British actors. It well, seems like. It, like Scottish, British, the UK. Well, a lot. It takes place in Britain. So my favorite thing is when it's a British accent or a British actor rather, and you've watched the whole series and have no idea. That's how amazing their acting is. Their American accent, like uh, McNulty in The Wire or Idris Elba in The Wire. Ex like. Machina. Did you know that guy was British? What's his name? Um, not Oscar Isaac, but the other guy. Like uh, the main character? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, Batman? Batman? Ex Machina is not Robert Pattinson. Oh, my God. Ex Machina is, uh, what's his name? I don't know. If we knew his name, we wouldn't Batman. be doing this. Christian Bale. No, that's not Ex Machina. He's Isn't not that the movie Machina. where he gets all skinny for it? No, that's The Machinist. Oh, Okay, Ex well, you can see how I would get confused. Ex Machina is the one with the uh, the guy fucking the robot. The robot fucker, remember? Donald Gleason. The robot fucker. Ex Machina, where you can't tell the difference, right? He yeah. goes test. to the island to the fucking rich guy. Is that what it's called, Ex Machina? Yeah. That's a great movie. <laughs> Anyways, he plays an American, but he's British. I was just wondering if you, if you knew yet. Oh, I remember the big one when I was young, when I found out Bob Hoskins was British. Bob because he did Hoskins. Roger Rabbit. He did it. Well, Roger Rabbit I grew up with, yes. but And that too, he had like a, you know. What's a, what's another big one? Uh, well, Daniel Day-Lewis. He's British? Yeah. Really? Definitely. Are you sure? Look it up. Huh, that's cool. Where, do, the, where do you think he's from? Mel Gibson. I thought he was Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. He doesn't. You didn't look it up, did you? Oh, you want me to look it up? <laughs> well, you gave up. So well, I, don't was, know. I just assumed you were right. What was his name? Uh, Daniel Day Lewis. That's him. I'm almost certain he's British. Tom Hardy. Yeah, but he's played Brit. He's played a lot of Brits, so that's a. But yeah, and you know, notice it almost never goes the other way. Like I know everyone, you're going to say Brad Pitt, but they almost never, and I mean never, get an American to play a Brit. Yeah, I think the Brits are the best at oh, yeah. the accent. Of course he's British, because the very first movie I ever saw him in was uh, In the Name of the Father. Mm-hmm. Where, mm-hmm. I mean, that's an Irish accent, I guess, but still, you know. I love the Irish accent. I'm just saying, most of his roles are an American accent, mm-hmm. or yeah. something like Last of the Mohicans, um, There Will Be Blood. Like, uh, who was the guy who played Dracula? Gary Oldman. Yeah, he's British. He's another one, yeah. And is the first he? Time, I just made that up. British, is he really yeah. British? Yeah, that was oh. a good call because the first wow. time you see is him in True Romance playing the pimp. That's right, yeah. Whose name is? Drexler. And uh, there's a guy on, uh, maybe I'm racist, The Wire. He said that, Idris Elba. I said there's a bunch and of And Jimmy McNulty. Oh, and what's his name? Um, what's Barlow. his name is coming? No. Uh, he's not British. He's American. He's British. 
Oh. Omar. Omar is British. 100% no, Omar no, is British. No, yes, yes, yes. No, 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 no. You're wrong about this, my friend. Okay, Sir, here we go. you are incorrect. Omar. And I feel like being wrong. The Wire is definitely If you're going to do this, he was born in London, but raised in the States for the entirety he has, of his life. He has life. an English accent. No, he that? doesn't. Yeah. He, oh. Well, he's passed away. Rest in peace. But yes, he uh, does. Simon, yes, he does. you are so wrong Okay, well, here. I'm going to look it up right now, man. Played by Michael Kenneth Williams. Yeah, this sounds British. It does three sound names, very British. No, he's born Wikipedia. I'm pulling it up right now. Is born in New York City. <coughs> raised in New York City. I think you're thinking about Omar. No, I'm thinking of the <laughs> actor that played Omar. Okay, sorry. Now I'm getting Omar's biography. I need um, what was his name again? Michael Kenneth Williams. Anyway, that was your week, Omar. Yeah, just go on. Discount chicken. Discount chicken. Okay. And Simon, how was your week? Uh, my week was fine. Uh, Michael <laughs> Kenneth. I watched that um, show about Dahmer. Why? On Netflix? Yeah, I know. Yeah, because, well, I know. I said that too. Because my wife is a woman. Oh, she's a white <laughs> woman. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. likes murder, probably because she wants to murder But well, we all me. know that story. Like, well, it's another place... No, this was actually so well done. Again, I see people's like, uh, why bother? You know what I mean? Everybody knows the Dahmers. Why just make another, make one about a serial killer we've never heard of before. But at the same time, it was just done so well. It was done by the guy who did, um, I believe, American Horror Story. You know, that whole uh, series. Is it our episodes? Our episodes, correct. And you're just despising this character the whole time? <laughs> Well, I mean, you know he's cutting off heads and you, shit, so... No, I mean, it, they do a really good job of... You can empathize because with he's the character? Not, he wasn't a serial killer like Ted Bundy, who was, um, you know, like, out there proud of himself. He, This guy, like, hated himself every moment of the way, it seems. If if this thing is accurate, you know? So you he felt wasn't, for him. He wasn't proud of... No, when my wife was done watching, or when we were done watching, she looked at me and she said, I feel sorry for everybody in this movie the police for fucking up so bad which is a huge part of it oh, right the they had so many chances so the dude they the one of the dudes showed up like bloody at the police station and was like this guy has me they he had a 14 year old kid who I know. He was keeping barely alive he was outside like a zombie they came I know, and, and like, put him back up. in the house. I know. Like, it was so fucking crazy anyways she was totally right you feel sorry for everybody and what's crazy is um, they knocked down that building, eh? Where that all happened. His apartment? His apartment building. And they've it's never built the anything else there. And all the victims wanted was a park with a, a memoriam to the victims. And they never did it after all this time. So that's the purpose of the movie. Sorry, Where just, the fuck is Michael Kenneth I, Williams I got from? him right here, it's man. I'm just trying to figure out where he's going. <laughs> so, Imagine he's auditioning for Joe Rogan. Like, yeah, like you're the worst Jamie, Jamie ever. Yeah. This guy can't say anything without looking something up. Where do I even My week was fine. I don't think there's anything was to... Was born in was born in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, definitely. That was a long way to get to something we already yeah. knew. Definitely does not have an English I accent. I swear to God, if I didn't need this phone, Well... Uh, if this is coming up on the video, then we, you got that uh, fancy new clock. That was pretty fun, pretty fancy. It won't go. It won't make it in the shot, unfortunately. 
Anyways, oh. what else about my week? My week. That was pretty much it. Um, <laughs> I think I've come to the realization that when I was a child, I was telling Matt the other night, I went to nature camp in Massachusetts. Spell that. M-A-S-S, period. Um, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure yep, that I saw the Northern Lights and possibly a UFO at the same time. Keep in mind, he had a flashback to when he was a child, and now he's convinced that he 11, saw the Northern 11 Lights. 11 years old. I definitely saw the Northern Lights, and we definitely saw what, at the time, the person next to me, shout out Wendell, don't remember your last name, um, he said, oh, well, that's got to be a satellite because of the way it's moving. It was literally going like, womp, 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 womp. But like a lot of space, you know what I mean? And I just, uh, because it was so standard, I just assumed right away. But, you know, you don't want to assume things. This week you had the flashback of something that happened 20 years ago. I was telling them a story while we were mini putting. I don't know what reminded me of it, but uh, yeah, there you go. I don't, I'm not saying it was a UFO. Well, it was definitely an unidentified flying object. Might have been a satellite. The satellites nowadays don't move like that. Like we see them all the time, right? You can see Elon's fucking spy satellites just steady pace across the sky. It looks like a star, but it's just, you've seen them? I, th- I, I think that's what I see. You've seen I, them, I see something like that. I don't know. I don't look up a lot. In, in cartoons, satellites would always move like this. You know what I mean? In like a up, kind of down, up, down across the sky. Really? I watch a lot of cartoons. I'm not sure. I, I think you're thinking of some sort of specific example, but I'll, I'll give Again, it to you. It maybe matter. I just convinced myself that's what satellites do because that's what I saw this satellite doing. The Mandibla effect. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyways, very interesting. Not, not saying I saw something, but maybe. And it's weird that there were the Northern Lights in Mass, no? Can anybody who lives in Massachusetts tell me if I've seen the Northern Lights thing? here once. Really? When I was a kid, yeah. I remember my dad woke me up and was like, took me to the roof of my grandmother's building. I was like, what so the fuck So you probably are we doing? saw a UFO, because I don't think we can see the Northern Lights from here. Keep in mind, I didn't see, like, when you see the Aurora... Bo- when you see the Aurora Borealis up north, it's a different thing than what I saw. I saw, like, some green in the sky. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like... I think when you see the real northern lights, it's a fucking spectacle. Well, yeah, because you're more under it, right? That's Up what there, I'm, yeah. here, I'm. I was seeing it kind of over the horizon. It was green and orange, it's like mean, a reflection in the sky. But it was, I don't know, maybe one o'clock at night, and it seemed kind of like it was the day. Hmm. None of this seems normal. Th- but that that seems like you were up north, right? But I wasn't. Mm-hmm, I was in mm-hmm, Mass. That's mm-hmm, the thing. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, and uh, you know, our best wishes goes to anyone listening from the east coast of Canada. They got walloped. Oh, yeah, the hurricane yesterday by storm. Yeah. Hopefully, you have Fiona, power back by now. Fiona, Fiona, yeah, doesn't sound like a very um, Ian's already come up the pike. Do you ever pull? Did I have you ever pulled for your hurricane? Like, my hurricane was devastating, and I feel bad that I you was had like, a Floyd. Oh, wow, yeah, hurricane yeah, Floyd yeah, was you some yeah, work. And I was like, bro, they ever had a I've Simon? Never I know they've heard never had a Any yeah, tropical storm be. called a Simon? Well, that's a sandstorm, and we don't have those here. I wonder a if, Kamar. I wonder if <laughs> do you see what I did there? At yeah. all times, there's clouds somewhere on the planet, right? Yes, there's no course. day where it's just clear. Yeah, of course. Um, I don't believe so, I don't think but so either. Why not? 
What do you mean? There's always, there's got to be clouds in the sky. Always. I don't know if it's the same clouds I mean, just lurking around, they? but it, <laughs> you think one cloud goes all the way yeah. around the world? We have one planet, we have one cloud. I mean, that makes sense. It's like mushrooms. It's right. It's true. The Pangea cloud, it's just all, it's one giant fucking. But it disperses. Yeah, it comes I get back. you. Yeah, yeah. It's like mushrooms, except it's happening out in the open. In the sky. Yeah. Interesting. On the edge. In the sky. But yeah, hopefully everyone on the East Coast is doing all right. How was uh, your week, Matthew? I said it was just fine. Just fine. Kamar, you want to go over the guest uh, list this week? I'd love to. Short week, short week, short week. Uh, first off, we start off with 1872, Tony Hinchcliffe and Hans Kim. Uh, then there was a MMA episode. We don't cover those, so I won't mention it. It was Will Harris. Finish off the week with... Um, it was actually eight. one of the better MMAs, if I'm going to... You say that every time I say that. <laughs> just, just, Do I? I say that every just, time. The MMA was actually really interesting. They didn't even talk about fighting. Yada, yada, yada. 1873, Brigham Bueller. Bueller. Um, you said that like there was going to be another one. No, no, that's it. I was, I was fretting some sort of Saturday drop. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason to this fucking operation, man. Just put out three episodes a week. No, but he's been traveling a lot. He put out three episodes a week. I know, but week. we know we have him in the bank. Okay, MMAs don't count. Oh, for us, but that we can't speak of that. Like, yeah, what are you talking about? His output, out, yeah. his work, whatever. What, and he probably does three in a day or at least two in a day. I was thinking about that. Yeah, that so he's day. working one day a week. Fuck you talking and, about and doing whatever i mean this i know he's one of the busiest human us. beings on earth like um, he works fucking seven days a week i don't think joe takes a day off in in any event i uh i'm sure he he does uh, a lot of work okay and uh I, I i prefer this than the five in a week with the drop on saturday yeah, I would definitely prefer this than five. Two I, to five. I'm just saying, let's just average it out. Just give us three a week. Let's make that a norm. Yeah, and Kamar was saying he did. Three a week, regular days. Let's do this. Yeah, that that, that makes the most it's sense. It's got to be a fucking surprise. Nobody else does that. Everybody else set schedule. Joe Rogan? No. And it's weird because it's not like he's trying to um, get with an algorithm, right? Like on a YouTube or something else where you're sort of putting out your videos with some sort of frequency or something. He's already won on uh, Spotify. No rhyme or reason, like I said. Who knows the turnaround time on how long it takes to put it out? I'm telling you, he just has a set number in a year that Spotify would like him to hit, which is probably somewhere in the range of three a week, and he he hits that. Because it can't be that the podcast ends, Jamie throws a tape over to the guy, puts it in, and it's on Spotify. No, I can tell you from personal experience, there's a little bit more than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Either way, I guess we're going to start with uh, the Golden Pony and the Ghost of Hans Kim. Uh, I thought, uh, what, do you think there's more in the Brigham Bueller episode? No, okay. No, yeah, I think we should inverse them. Inverse, I don't indeed. care. I don't care. Just start. I can't wait to start. It's uh, 1873 Brigham Bueller. 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 Who who said that line? Uh, the principal who's Mooney. Not the principal. It wasn't. Oh, it's the. Oh, no. Oh, right. no. It's, it's ben, uh, ben Stein. Ben Stein. Yeah. yeah. You're right. It is Ben Stein. Yeah. Good one, Matt. He started. That and principal, the movie game, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The actor that played that principal ended up being a kitty toucher. 
Yes, he yes. did. I'd actually, that would be an interesting movie game. I have uh, no Ferris idea Bueller's how much that movie made. I'm certain we did that fucking movie. I don't think we ever If have. we haven't done it, do it. If we haven't done it, do it. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. From that and Simon to Rags, it brings together the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year. And the Patreons are the real winners <laughs> here at the J-R-E-E movie game. Come on, take it away, baby. It's the movie game. You where Matt and Simon go head to head, figure out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office. This week we're doing a Ferris Bueller's Day Off just because we think that sounds like the guest on the show's last name. Bottom of the yes, barrel. That's the best way to do it. Hold on. Real, <laughs> Thank yeah, you very welcome. much. Real quick, I have like a I have kind of a funny story. I was doing trivia on Monday, and the way trivia works is <laughs> I asked 10 questions. And then the top, write them down. Yeah, and the top three teams at the end of each round, I bring one member from each team up to the front, and they do the lightning round. So in the lightning round, I'll have like a list of... Is that head-to-head, or is just them going off? No, no, it's the three of them against each other. So no what way. I do is it's like, if you don't get a question right, if the person after you gets it right, you're gone. Okay. Last person standing wins. Either way, the, each, each team brings someone up, and I say that the, the topic is hip-hop. And this one dude up there goes... I'm a gay white guy. This seems kind of like a discriminatory um, topic. And so I laugh it off, whatever. First guy names an album. It goes to the gay guy, and he's like, I can't. I can't think of an album. It was the top-selling hip-hop albums of all time. Sorry, that was the category. And you had to name one that fell in the list. In the top 30, that's it. So he sits there, and he's like, I can't do it. I can't think of one. I don't know. And I was like, I'll give you five more seconds. And then finally he goes... I don't know, 50 Cent. He must have had one. And I go, oh, I was like, I'm almost going to give it to you. And he goes, oh, what was it called? Get hard or die trying. <laughs> and so I, so dude, I start laughing so hard. And I go, that's definitely not it. But I said, I'm, I'm going to tell you what, I'm definitely going to fucking give it to you. He won with that answer because no one else got one after that. And he was like, all of a sudden he was fucking excited. Either way, I thought it was pretty funny. I think that's a punchline to a joke. I was there. It was funny. What would be the name of the gay 50 Because well, I said to him too, I was like, listen, I'm sure that you saw some crossover called Get Hard or Die Trying. So I was like, I'm going to give it to Two hot quarters? You. Yeah. Either way, Ferris Bueller. Sorry for my shit story. Get Hard or Die Trying. Simon, do you have a year yet? Directed oh, no, by John Hughes. John I think, Hughes, was, I think yeah. one, one, was one of his last movies. Really? Um, this huh. this movie made me skip high school. What well, didn't make me, but it's so funny you mentioned that. I saw the movie and I skipped high school soon after. It's so funny you mentioned no, that. I grew I. up grew up watching this movie, loved this movie. Once I got to high school, I like skipped myself out of high school. Basically, that just dawned on me. But like I loved this movie growing with, up. With the elaboration, <laughs> no, of course, because he had everything. Yeah, the, he had it all. The, the hot girl. System, yeah, the he had keyboard, it all. the snoring and the. Oh, you're talking about the system for yeah, yeah, I get it. I just meant he had it all in life. A loving mother and father and a hateful sister. Okay, I'm second guessing myself on the air, but I'm going to go with the second guess. One of the best, I'd say, uh, backroom jumping scenes ever, too. Like in the same vein as um, like a point chase, break, like a chase scene. When he's going through the houses. Yeah, when he's going through the, the backyards uh, off the trampoline. trampoline. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have 1984, and I have 89. 
You would be right if you said 1986. I'm sorry, gentlemen. What an asshole. <laughs> it makes <laughs> us both seem face. like we yeah. have a chance. <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> Fuck you, Trebek. 86. Interesting. Your mother's a whore. Very <laughs> interesting. Um, now, this was back in the day. And you said John Hughes directed this? Yes. That's what I said. 1986, you said, Kumar? That's what, what said, the yeah. answer on the board is. Mm-hmm. Ferris Bueller's Day. Always having around, never really getting a raise. Always having around, never really getting it right. How much did this make? That's Another shout out to all the Patreons. Uh, we do the movie game for you. Uh, all the other people who listen for free, just bonus for you. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready too, but I, there's no fucking way. Well, I get you've this. nailed everyone in the past three weeks. So no, I've nailed years. The past Let's three do weeks. it. You've been on fire. I said, I said it cost 17.9 to make, wow. and it made 79. Wow. Well, I said it cost 17 to make as well. Interesting. And it wow. made 114. I'm going to give Let's it to... Let's hope it made 17. <laughs> to about the closest. It only cost $5 million to make. What? I think they probably filled this in two days or something in Chicago. Okay. Interesting. Box office, 70.7 wow. million. Wow. Nice work. Holy shit. Like you get something every week. You're the best at the movie game. I watched a lot of movies growing up. I went to film no school. I should Simon. fucking. Yeah, I mean, Simon's good that too. That sounded uh, like a huge slight to Simon, but I expect it from you, Kamar, because you're such a pussy. Also, uh, Simon won at trivia this week. Simon's pretty smart. Simon knows some stuff. He was a real dick, though. Like, this guy complains about all my dick, questions. Yeah. He's a real well, problem. Worded very It's like a back and row yeah. of trivia. I yeah. sit in back of him yeah. and I heckle him. Have, like you, ever the yellow, guys on the have you ever yellow carded someone? Or you could yellow warning? card me. I often dress people down, yes. I have the mic. Because th- some people are doing trivia and uh, consuming alcohol, so they're getting Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people are yelling out constantly, yeah. And it's always sold out? Uh, it's. I mean, it's, they don't sell tickets. I it's mean, free. the bar only holds. So I was going to say, when you, when you say hold. Say less. Say less. Yeah. You it's could, always sold out. You could do comedy there and sell out and put that on your resume. In the secret room? <laughs> you could sell out both rooms, yeah. Hey, that's not a terrible idea. Comedy for like... 15 people in that I th- back room. I, I thought about it, but it, it, again, cost prohibitive. Kamar and, would uh, get banned from his home store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that oh, yeah, you, be oh, yeah, that's I, like, right. I, I played it all out location. Da, 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 if you want to sacrifice. Oh, yeah, that up. yeah, it might be worth it, though. No, but maybe if I just put it out there, like get three comedians to come in, because now that they have that mic. Oh, yeah, the- you'd be banned from that other place, which isn't yeah, a big idea. Fine. Kamar could just never play the show. Yeah, that's yeah. The- unless we deal with his blessing, which is just another story. Stupid. Or we could put the head out. That being said, uh, Brigham Bueller, I guess Joe has some sort of agenda. He's sort of pushed on the slot. <laughs> yeah, he has an agenda. Yeah, we've, we've noticed that. Brigham Butler started Ways to Well, which is... Sort of, I think, like the Mark Cuban thing he's doing with the... Um, well, it sounds like he started I mean, first. kind of. It's different. Mark Cuban <laughs> is taking all drugs across the board and giving them to you cheaper. This guy's focusing on a certain type this of therapy. This guy is only focused on a certain type of drug that you couldn't get through your no, insurance I, he provider. Said that, he said that his website offered, offered cheap generic drugs. That's what he said. He said he also does the stem cell therapy, but... When his- he was talking about how his pharmacy came to be, yeah. he said he was doing drugs that they weren't, um, that weren't, you couldn't get. Or maybe you're right. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Well, I, I, I don't I, think you can just order like insulin from him is what I was saying, Maddie. But maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong too. I'm often wrong. I just, what I picked up on was that he offered many, many different 
But because he even said at the end, he was like, he was like, you'll notice that all of our drugs are cheaper than your copay would be. I don't know. Yeah, all of the drugs he sells. I understand that he was saying that, but I I picked it up as like we sell a plethora of different drugs on the website. I don't know. Maybe because I'm I thought they were a compounding pharmacy, like that type of thing. You know, speaking were, Chinese, to anyways. Me, brother. But um, what Mark Cuban is doing is really like incredible and i know nobody wants to give it to him because he's like a billionaire 10 times over but like Why, i like mark he's Cuban. doing something really good for the world we're man. all giving him flowers you should give him flowers i will continue to he probably owns a flower company so and I, don't think- I heard him explaining how that thing works and he's like don't get me wrong we make a profit of course and they not do. if this isn't a charity thing where we're just making enough to like pay our staff and keep the lights on. We make a healthy profit and can still give you drugs at like 75% less than you're buying them from uh, or getting them through insurance or however that's happening. And, and the, like, it just goes to show you that there is ethical capitalism yeah, that of course. you can do it. You're going to make less money. But if you have five of these things on the go, you're gonna do more good. You're still gonna be a billionaire, you know. Well, see, that's the problem is we always talk about like uh, shareholders because that's a real issue because the shareholders want to make return on their investment. But like billionaires could easily start so many companies like this that just help the general. First of all, billionaires need healthy employees if they want to have. A company. Now, I think a lot of them are realizing we can just automate all this out. I was so just going to say, health fucking, has nothing yeah, to do Yeah, now with it's it. going out the window. <laughs> but even then, Simon, you need healthy people to buy your product. Yeah. Unless it, what you're selling isn't... In, is, unless you're selling things to keep them alive. I mean, it's really a, but I'm a just slippery saying, slope. I'm saying 99% of companies yeah. out there need you to... I mean, look, the, the general consensus of any civilization should be you want healthy members of said civilization. I don't think it ever helps you to have sick people until now. And that was what, uh, you know, we were arguing about last week with the, with the, um, in, or the uh, pharma companies and whatnot, right? Like, not everything they do is bad. They're, they're inherently bad. But the drugs they're making, not every one of them is one of these like terrible uh, stories like he told today. There are for sure. There's no doubt about it. But he even said it like there are plenty of drugs out there that he's he used one of them to help him. You know, the problem I have is that the, the pharmaceutical companies do this where it's like they'll do something absolutely fucking egregious and then hide behind the whole like you just said, like, oh, well, we make a lot of decent products. Yeah, listen, we're not discounting the fact that they do egregious things. My point is simply, the way the market's supposed to work is when they do these egregious things, uh, they get sued into oblivion, and then someone else has to come along and say, can't do it that way, right? Like I said right from the start, the in, the pharma companies are horrible, but they're they're a Komodo dragon. You know what you're getting into. The people who are really responsible are the government. They set the bodies that are supposed to keep all of these companies in check. We count on them. We depend on them and we're supposed to trust them to do the right thing by us because they're elected officials. It's hilarious too. I had, I had seen a piece that, that I assume he had seen or read up on speaking about exactly those fake hips and the, the vaginal mesh because mm-hmm. uh, the FDA did exactly that. The FDA just kept approving these shitty old designs. 
You know that old um, adage of the scorpion and the, I don't know, whatever the turtle it is. Or a whatever turtle, it was. a duck, a frog, frog. Taking whatever. It across a frog, the water. yeah. And halfway through, he kills him, and he's like, we're both going to drown. Why yeah, would you like, do that? I'm a scorpion. I'm a fucking scorpion. Yeah, they nature. are the scorpion through and through, the pharma companies. They are, you know, their their job, like Matt said, is to make money for their shareholders. And every year, they have to make more and more money. We have to be able to depend on our governments to monitor these things. Like, if that's not what they're for, what the fuck are they for? Well, the pro- it's, it's a weird flex, too, when you hear him say something like, well, the FDA is horribly uh, underfunded and understaffed. It's like, you guys just you, you used to spend like $20 billion a month in Afghanistan. You're sending so much foreign aid to the Ukraine. Like, yeah. how is the FDA yeah. understaffed? Understaffed, like, exactly. And, Go and then, fuck yourself. And in the same breath, like, oh, the IRS just hired uh, 70,000 people. It's like, well, hold, wait a minute. <laughs> like, I don't get this. You have no problem hiring people to take money from Americans, but you you refuse to yeah. add anyone to keep them healthy or alive or I don't know. Listen, it's a bad state of affairs because, um, we, like I said, our, our, we have to have those bodies to make sure that the scorpion doesn't eat the frog, you know? Well, and like he said, too, having insurance companies as involved as they are in the States is a real problem. That's something we've avoided. Yeah, I didn't realize that that was such a, like, you know, you assume that it's the pharma companies that are totally in charge, and it's not. It's the insurance, and that totally makes sense, right? Like, Well, if you've ever dealt with an insurance company, it's just crazy, too, if you look into how much money insurance companies have. It's fucked. Yeah, it really seems like the whole system is just so fucking corrupted at this point, like especially in the medical field because of those insurance companies. Yeah. I mean, listen, we have, we avoid that and our healthcare still sucks. Well, so. our healthcare is in like the biggest collapse right now. Yeah. Like it's insane what's going on here. I was just listening like Smith Falls hospital or whatever. That's a little town outside of Ottawa, just for anybody who gives a fuck. Um, they're like, yeah, we're just shutting down our prenatal unit for Indefinitely. two weeks. No, no. Just two weeks. We don't, we have to catch up on the backlog. So anybody who's giving birth in these two weeks, you know what I mean? Like Ottawa, maybe uh, like who knows right now in Ottawa, like their, their plan, instead of letting there be a second tier of privatization in, in Canada, they want to just start transferring out all the old people from the hospitals, right. And putting them in these homes and these homes sometimes are like five hours from their family. Like, (sighs) None of this makes any sense. We have tons of cash. We have tons of cash. And I know that because like Matt just said, I can pull up the number just Canada gave to Ukraine. You know what I mean? It, the U S it's in the billions. Yeah. Yeah, it is like you have enough money to fix all the problems in your own country. And the same way we do in ours. Yeah. We just don't want to do that. And bring him. Bueller contends that, uh, 80% of, this stuff is preventative and this is uh, like a uh, reactive medicine that our current system is in is just mm-hmm. reacting to people who d- didn't do what they should have done when they're younger. My thoughts about it is you, you sort of like, I don't know if I want to do steroids or something like this. Cause what if it f- fucks you up a little older, but you're fucked when you're older anyways. 
you might as well do as much as you can to be healthy as long as you can and not sort of maintain till you die. Word. I mean, well, I mean, steroids is a weird one, but... <laughs> but again, steroids... It's, it's hormones. Is... It's, like, it's like he said with the... E- I was excited about this because it's almost a um, matrix moment because we were talking about stem cells last week and I thought this was going to be about stem cells, but it was a, it was a lot about a lot of things. It really started off with him because he is a pharmaceutical rep. Was. Was. But, but, but that's his background. Still that's is, his background, he so he's... He knows what he's talking. He's an expert in his field, selling Cialis. What a what a fucking gift that would have been as your first account. Yeah, no shit. Come right in. Sir. I thought you were going right to say in. the Matrix moment was because he kind of said exactly what I said last week. Where yeah, exercise can help you, but if you're so deficient already, just to get back to baseline is like such an effort that sometimes drugs are necessary. And Absolutely. it was so interesting how Joe tried to fight back at that point, like. It's impossible for a drug to be good. <laughs> the best line was, I don't know if you're fat because your testosterone's low or your testosterone low because you're fat, but you're a fat man with low testosterone. <laughs> Bottom line. I really want to get my tea levels Yeah, checked. me too. So just a little, the, the, I think, sorry, just one thing. I think that the vaccines fucked up my testosterone. Yeah, but you're looking. Yeah, but you. No, I am 100% telling you the truth, man. I haven't had, like, so far, knock on wood, like any, like, blood clot or heart or any of those big things, but I lost my eyesight. I got fat. You, all this all around the same all this time. To you yeah. Because the vaccine, you keeping I, it to yourself. No, I'm just. No, I'm saying. It before. What's I've that said called? It a bunch What's of that times. Called? Oh, have you have you reported your symptoms to the? No, I have CDC. Not. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> well, there's our there's our blue check mark for this episode. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh well, I hope that's not the case. But um, yeah. Uh, well, you just don't notice because you always had terrible eyesight, and you know. But maybe I could benefit from hormone therapy. Uh, doctors average seven minutes per patient. That's insane. So now, how are you going to get this done? How are it's, you going to get the FaceTime to get out? Because the big, big boom. Okay, see you later. Uh, maybe a thumb up your butt if you're lucky. It's funny you say that, though, because I've gone to the doctor before, and it never dawned on me until he said it, but I've gone to the doctor before and and been like, oh, there's this other thing that's bothering me. And they're like, yeah, just make another appointment. Yeah. You know? And you're like... I'm I'm here now. That's I'm in front of you they, right this second. That's because they want to bill twice. I understand that, but, but it's not the same for us. Like you'll see doctors spending a lot more than seven minutes with patients. Trust me, I've been waiting in the fucking waiting room as they've been in there for like three hours. You know. Yeah, but that's also your what you're not seeing is that they have a patient in each room. Oh, uh, that they're spending, and then you know. Yeah, no, I, I mean I get it, but like we're just not. It's not that same crunch with Canadian. Is that what you uh, think of someone legitimately looking you in the eyes, caring about you? Like, let's figure this out. Because I mean, it would take time to no, build I, a rapport to have I had a conversation a doctor, about your health. I had a doctor who was like that. And anybody who had like a doctor for a long time, I assume that that person actually gave a fuck about you. The problem is those guys all retire and they get replaced by young kids who are being brought into a whole if different way of doing medicine. If they are getting replaced. If they are getting like replaced, if they, yeah. we're getting more doctors. I, he, he touched on the elderly issue as well. 
how like in 20 years there's going to be more 65 year olds than 17 year olds i think he said in like five years i don't think he even said 20 but just going backwards for a second um where where we were talking about the government having to uh step up and you know watch these companies because you have to watch the scorpion yeah you can't let it just be a scorpion um so you take Oxycontin, for example, like that one study, and he talked about a study in this one that was Fugazi too, that they based all, I don't remember what it was, but the Oxy one, it was uh, actually a letter from a doctor, just some nobody to the board, and they used that as a study. It wasn't even a fucking study. It was a letter from a doctor saying that this was non-addictive. Yeah, you're saying there's got to be some monitoring of the score. How hard would it... Like, we don't have the resources Hold on for a scorpion. There are Could o- you monitor yourself? There are only so many drugs on the market. You know what I mean? Make up a number, right? At any given time. A thousand drugs? Easily. I bet there's way more. 10,000 drugs? Somewhere between little, those that two. sounds a little more realistic. So you have a person who has to deal with 10 drugs, let's say, who works for the government. I'm just, you know, trying to make this feasible. Yeah, you need a thousand employees. That's not that fucking many employees, man. But 10,000 drugs, are there 10,000 issues? No, but <laughs> there's, it's not that it's issues. Every drug should just be like watchdog by the government. Like I thought that's what the FDA it, or whatever the fuck it was. That's what it should be, but they, they can't do that. So yeah, the, the scorpion monitors the scorpion. The FDA is funded by all these insurance companies and, uh, how, and pharmaceutical how companies. How is it? Okay. And just humor me for a second. How yes. is it that a government body is funded by private enterprise? Because to save the taxpayer money. That's probably the guys they use. Yeah, we're saving you money on taxes by... The farmer regulates itself. That's the first red flag. Um, but he, he contended that big insurance is the worst, as there are only like five insurance companies and they have an obstructional mindset. That That's how, how the, they operate. Like to not give out insurance is a good year for insurance. And then he's saying, Pete won't even tell you about treatments because they know they're not covered by insurance, but they exist they don't want to get in the, now you're yelling at your insurance company on behalf of my. Well, what was he saying too, when he worked for the, or the pharmacy has like a deal with whatever the drug companies that if somebody comes in and asks for that drug, they cannot recommend, they have a gag order. What the fuck? Like that should not be allowed to exist. How hard is it? How hard is it? For the governing body, whoever that is, to step in. Like, if we can just listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, listen to 10 minute episodes, you'll get a bunch of good ideas of what you could do to like curb some of this shit, you know? It feels like it when we hear a number, number of episodes, but these don't get the, this doesn't make the No, news. I don't mean like that. I don't mean that. And imagine, actually. imagine if the pharmaceuticals have a lot of money to pay off for like, Pills gone wrong and research and billions and still make money. How much insurance companies are making? I mean, even when they say, of course, when a building falls down and that costs them two billion dollars, they've got but they've got insurance on that insurance. It's it's an insane thing, our insurance, which leads to us not wanting to die. It's, it's, found- it's preventative <clears throat> rather than um no, it's reactive rather than preventative. Insurance is reactive rather than preventative. Yep. Well, insurance, of course, isn't. It can't be preventative. I mean, in a way, you're, you do when you're building codes and things can't burn down. Or well, whatever. yeah, and in a way too, like 
you know that you pay insurance, so you don't want to crash your car because you don't want your you know you're not you're going to drive less reckless because you don't. And want they your, do insurance companies incentivize like if you take yeah, a driving driver, course, yeah. you get lower insurance and blah 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 by a bunch well, of analytics. Now they have the thing like let us put this device on your car and yeah. we'll see how fast <laughs> you're going, and we'll do yeah like okay cool that sounds fun. Did we talk about last week that guy from Tesla or the guy who owns the Tesla and his battery died? Like there was a, a defect in the battery. No, you were talking about me. But that they the other day. wouldn't uh, take, Tesla wouldn't agree that it was their fault. So he was like, oh, fuck it. Well, then I just want to sell my Tesla. And they were like, no. They locked him out of his car. Cool. So, not cool. Never buy a fucking Tesla, period. Unless you have lots of money. No, man. Look at the control they have. Like, I was looking at a Rolls Royce SUV today. That might sway me over the Tesla, too. <laughs> There's a possibility. He got me thinking when he said, why is titanium? Like little screws and stuff yeah, for $400. Why is this $800? Um, and <clears throat> because they're medical grade. Yeah. No, but that's hilarious, right? Like that's literally a term they put on something. It means it's been washed properly. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, no, Joe was more like, well, titanium is expensive. And apparently I did, so I did a little bit of research. And it is, it is abundant. But it's a serious um, chemical uh, chemical to extract uh, titanium from the ore mm-hmm. is very complicated, and it creates a bunch of waste. So it pollutes the planet, as we'll talk about in the next one. Um, and the, it's expensive to do that, so there is a price tag to it. So basically anybody who has an artificial hip, knee, anything like that is against climate change. And he's, yeah, and he's contending that that isn't even necessary with placenta-derived cells, which is what the guy should have it is named so, them. It is so interesting, though, that just like this stem cell thing, here's another example of something they convinced us was bad. Mm-hmm without us ever doing any research into it at all. But they were just like, you science. know, no, you're stealing from a baby bad. It's the science. How often does that happen? You know what I mean? That for whatever reason, somebody wants to keep that out of circulation. It's probably not good for a bunch of other drugs, right? Or companies who are making drugs where this could help you. Surgeries, I don't know, whatever. And we just never hear about it. Yeah, I said this two weeks ago. I said, of course, like no pharmaceutical company would want you to just, oh, I can just go and get an injection in my. I want to know if any of these therapies he talked about are uh, like legal or exists. Like in my, like just talk to, is this possible? Well, yeah, there is a clinic where they do that. But just I, to get that much closer because they didn't really talk about, I think this is only in America. From his service, as I said, they, they, they'll mail you stuff and uh, whatnot. I, I mean, I don't know how But hold do on a work. second. It doesn't have anything to do with price. Like, take a, you have a surgery. You mm-hmm. have to get your uh, knee operated on. Mm-hmm. And instead, you decide to get stem cells. Who Like, I would pay the same amount for both. It's that one is totally evasive and the other one seems like there's like... Invasive? Well, one is, I'm sure one is way cheaper. Surgery is expensive as fuck. The whole stem process. cell injection the is probably process. like a, a quarter of the price. Yeah, I know, but maybe it costs a lot to get the stem cells because there's just not. No, as I think many... as we discussed, you know who blocked the stem cells? The church, Reagan. Well, Reagan. No, it was Reagan it was, because because of the church. It was George Bush, apparently. But you know who? You know who was president during the 
What started the opio crisis? Reagan. No, Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was Reagan's fault. We know it was. I know. I was trying to give th- those flowers to you. Um, so, yeah, based on a definition or a description of the word, just like, um, what was it called? Uh, Obamacare should have been the Affordable Air Ca- uh, Care, Act. Care Act. Are you okay? I was just stylized. <laughs> <laughs> Um, stem cells. I've got this thing that's like taken out of the back of a dead baby's. Yeah, you're literally spine. taking a fetus. Yeah. And so, furthermore, is this available in Canada, or is there anyone going to talk about this? Because I mean, I don't think I, more people could benefit than me who need the benefit. But everyone talks about it. it sounds like it's just. But he made a real good point. Magical. Right? Like everyone at the start when they were talking about penicillin, they said you're crazy for 60 years, and then he ends up winning a Nobel Prize. Like in in 20 years, in 10 years, we'll probably find out that they were all wrong about stem cells and all of this shit, right? I, 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 I have not done the due diligence to find out where we are at in this country or healthcare from. We're not allowed to use stem cells either, I do not believe, but I could double check that for you. He, uh, It was interesting how, like, for the Oxycontin, they expanded what is a pain profile. If, if at one point it was just a spike through the head to give him this. Yeah. <laughs> there was something else, and then it was like, ah, oh, yeah, maybe got if a you crack got like a, yeah. in the morning, yeah. uh, a little bit of headache, hangover. If you have um, difficult getting up, what I mean, giving it for migraines is crazy, but probably effective. Oh, yeah, <laughs> till you get the migraines because you're addicted. I can't tell if you're addicted to opioids <laughs> yeah. and getting migraines, or you're getting migraines because you're addicted to opioids. But you are addicted to opioids, and you're getting migraines. Go on. It's a dark, dark uh, saga in our life. And oh, they're, apparently they're doing something about it. But as we talk about in the next one, it's to legalize drugs is the way to do this. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've been beating that drum for a while over here, have we not? Feels it's, like it's it. It's a dead horse. Um, he talked about uh, like the schmoozing. Between like the... Expense accounts for selling drugs because yeah, yeah. the doctors are doing seven seconds or seven minutes per patient. Yeah. They're not having time to research these drugs too. Like you need the person who brings it to you. It's just, it just has worked itself out to be so corrupt. And how many of these pharmaceutical reps do you think end up being like total fat fucks just because they're constantly going wine for, and dining? That's what I'm saying. Like when this guy, because this guy seemed fit and healthy. So I was wondering, I was like, how do you have like a $20,000 a month expense budget that you're use that you're forced to use? But it's important, I think, to do it when you're young because the moral hazard of it yeah, of is course. lowest. Yeah, you have high metabolism. The older you, but just the older you get, they realize how shitty you are. Oh, yeah, of like, course. What, you, what you're selling or peddling. Yeah, it's like if you go to a fracking site, it's probably mostly like when guys in their like 20s, whatever, 25. Yeah, I'm going to live <laughs> yeah. forever. The world's going to Yeah, last. it'd be tough to be fracking if you're like 45, 50. Yeah. Um, listen to this. It makes no sense. Stem cell therapy is legal in Canada, but it is a tricky situation. This is because while it may be legal, it is not a regulated field. It does not fall under Health Canada's safety of human cells, tissues, and organs for transplantation regulations, so any governmental bodies cannot directly monitor it. What? Are we talk about a so gray it's, area? It's we legal. Start? You can do it, but Health Canada just kind of wants nothing to do with it. We are we, we We've washed our hands of it. You guys are on your own. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, fucking Canada is so stupid. Are are we are we opening up a clinic? 
a stem the three cell of clinic? Us? Let's fucking do it, man. If <laughs> I mean, this guy can do it, we'll do bring it right, him young. We'll do it right beside a uh, um, chiropractor. You know what? I, I've said it before. I think chiropractory, that's another one there where they convinced us that it's terrible and it's probably not that terrible. Oh, you're, you're, you're flipping. Well, I'm just saying yes, like, the I'm, no, I'm not flipping. I still think it looks too, um, violent. I wouldn't want it done to me, but this idea that it was created by one guy during a seance sounds like a really good way to discredit a new type of medicine. I'm just saying. I fell right into the trap. Joe Rogan was actually, that was like Mike Baker's first assignment for him. Are you Rogan, saying? you're going to make sure that nobody believes in chiropractory ever again. Are you seeing a chiropractor right now? No. Like, romantically? <laughs> no. I, I, as a patient? No. I went and watched my mom get it done once because they told me I should get it done for my uh, left side here. And uh, it was so violent. They had this table that had pneumatics in it. So he'd like be doing the thing and the table would be pushing up at the same time. I was just like, you're going to kill her. Are there sounds? Sounds of her screaming. No, no, I mean, sounds (laughs) are like pop, pop, pop. Bones. Oh, I don't remember, Kamara. I was so. I think I might have fainted. I. I don't know. And oh. so they said they. You think they think you could benefit from it, um, but you're not going to do it. Well, I could benefit from it. I could also. They could fucking paralyze me from it. Well, that's what he said. About I have st- a spine injury, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's what he said about stem mm-hmm. cells. Is it's of the body, so to the body. It makes sense. It makes sense. So even just. Bend in the body like it's just the body. Yeah, but like, you know, you have joints, right? And he said stem cells. I know. Yeah. No, no. Forget stem cells. We're talking about chiropractory for a second. Okay. If somebody takes your leg, let's say, and pulls it really hard and they don't know what they're doing, it's possible that they like dislodge your joint. I'd rather put someone inject stem cells just in the wrong spot. Or if it was apparently it's a rub. Am I missing something here? A stem cell rub? He said some sort of like, like Dr. Jerry's tra- marmalade. No, the jelly. No, jelly. the jelly that is what wasn't. it's the it's the fluid that's in the like the embryo or in the umbilical cord. That's still that's just the name. Still inject it. Yeah, it's not like a it's not some. No, no, no. They were talking about some cream that he sold at the beginning, but I don't think that was a stem cell cream. I think that's that fine. Was, he's talking about the jelly. He was talking about the actual name of the thing. It's called the jelly, but it's not like a petroleum no, no. That's jelly. different. That's the Mary's jelly or whatever yeah, it we're not, is. That's he's too screaming from the mountaintop. Hormones and uh, stem cells or placenta-derived cells. Sorry, just to finish, Kamara. At one point, he was talking about a like a painkiller that he sold that goes above. It like freezes the pathways between nerves or Sounds whatever, amazing. Which sounds really interesting, yeah. yeah. Nobody ever told me about that. Well, the, you, you're... Okay. I know now. You're hearing about it now. Will you guys listen to this going like... I got to get this stuff or I got to look into this. I got to try it out. No, it may be, it may be hopeful that like, I I'm pretty sure I, I'll have to have a hip replaced at some point. What, one of my hips is already fucked. So it gives me hope that if I had the money, I could just go to like Panama or San Diego where this guy is. And or maybe Canada. It's legal. We're opening up the clinic. We'll give you, we'll <laughs> sure. give you a deal. I think that uh, it was all very promising. I think that it could probably help me. It sounded like yeah, um, your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, 100% I was thinking of you the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I give this guy respect, too, where he was like, listen, this isn't a cure-all. Like, he was talking about Tim, I think it was Tim Kennedy. He was like, you know, Tim Kennedy came in, and I told him, you have to get... Skeptical. No, not just skeptical, but he said Tim Kennedy came in, and he had, like, a full tear. And he said to him, he was like, you're going to have to have a doctor actually fix this. But he was like, this will help in your recovery. Remember then Tim Kennedy's recovery was super quick to where the doctor was like, what are you doing? Either way. But it was just another one of Joe's, um, his agenda, if you will. Uh, to get this message out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, of all he's the... A, he's, he's got a beef with pharmaceutical out companies. Out of all the messages Joe is pushing, to me, this one seems like the best one because he's not saying you have to be fucking disciplined and you have to do... Just if you want to get fixed, don't always think that surgery is the answer. There may be another way. Like, it has nothing to do with getting off your butt. When it comes to it, because at one point we talked about how it's like a buzz thing to be have anxiety or something like that. What happened to people like 500 years ago when they had anxiety? It wasn't even thought of a... Medical condition wasn't a thing, but it would have existed. They were just miserable. It was just dealing with it. I, uh, that's that's the $24,000 question. I mean, I have a feeling that if you're just constantly like, I don't know. If you- I think the bombardment of advertising, social media, TV, and everything um, ads aggravates anxiety, something like that. I don't know. Living in like a fucking, you know, like. I was gonna say a living in like Rome town in wartime. outside of a castle in the olden days doesn't sound like it was the best life either, you know? Yeah, but you wouldn't but would know. Would you like, have anxiety? I think you would. I think you would wake up every day wondering, am I gonna die today? How is the king gonna fuck me today? Like, why do I have to work in the stable shoveling shit where there's a king up there? Like, I, I think there was always um the human condition is made to see somebody else have something that you want and then feel bad about it. And there's you know? probably always crazy homeless <laughs> people. Yeah, for sure. There were just way less people back then. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, and pharmaceuticals were mead, maybe some wine. <laughs> no, they had medicines back then. And uh, they had medicines 500 years ago. Yes, they did. They weren't made by pharmaceutical companies, but they fucking had medicines. Where do you think most medicines come from, Kamar? They come from natural places. 200 years ago? I've heard from the Citadel we can cut the baby out. Because what's that one where they cut the people up in the 1900s? You mean cut them up? What does that mean? Nick. Mm Mm-hmm. Or something. And they had medicine back then. Yeah, but that's 100 years ago. I'm just saying 500 years ago. Okay, forget the medical system. <laughs> Was there an you don't think you don't think there were like witch doctors, always yes. shamans in of towns. Course, there had to be elders, rubs and ointments and but, stuff. But so they were getting pain relief. Let's just make something up from a poppy plant, and now you're getting it synthetically made version of a poppy plant. Like that comes from somewhere. But the the king had a division of the uh, royal decree that oversaw the apothecaries i would sure imagine that they did regular fucking witch's root <laughs> it, it would have just been word of mouth it just it's different than what we think about now is there's a medical system and there's a process for drugs to exist and be administered and our symptoms to be okay diagnosed. if 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 we're debating whether medicine is different now than it was back then then yes it's different 
They didn't have, I'm sure they didn't have a system of regulation, but there have always been medicines. I bet you they always like, through the history of time. Three medicines. Take this, this, or this. If it doesn't work, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Stay, I, stay away from the sewer sy- system. No, but Simon's right. They always had something, whether it worked or not, or whether it was Fugazi or not, is a different story. Sure, but there were always things that worked too, that were passed down through generations, be it some sap that you put on your leg that helps with healing or- I'd say that- That's all medicine. The first thing would be something to heal a wound. Like it'd it'd be mud or honey- some of that there'd be nothing about your psychology no i think you're wrong too i bet you they also had like things that drinks that made you feel better you didn't know that you were taking like a a antidepressant medicine because that didn't exist when you're addressing a wound you know what you're doing no i'm saying but they were there's an intent okay anyways they could have been giving you a drink to give you bravery That's Uh, Ah, the bravery serum. Yeah, the bravery serum. Oh, and now you know every time you need to be brave, you take this. Well, now you take Adderall. But Simon, again, I think a lot of it too could have been placebo, right? Where you go see the the shaman and everyone trusts the shaman and he gives you something and you're like, I've taken the bravery serum. And then you just feel, you know what I mean? You feel more brave because it's all just in your head. Maybe. Placebo is medicine, man. I agree. I'm I'm not discounting what you're saying. I agreed that... Some form of medicine has been around, you know, probably for as long as we've been speaking. For yeah, probably before that. Matt. Yeah, maybe. When uh, back to the uh, farmer reps and their uh, extravagance <laughs> stuff, he said at one point there was a crew that had a sambulance slam slambulance. Yeah, <laughs> the guys would get lap dances on the like they were slamming on this bus. It was just weird how he candy coated. They were just getting a bus and getting dances around town. I think he said they went on a tour of all the strip clubs. I don't think he was candy coating it. He he brought up the slambulance. I think they were slambling on the bus. Yeah. Now, every time I see an ambulance rip by, like cherries running, I'm going to be like, I wonder if someone's getting a laugh. Prostituting. <laughs> Is this uh, really an emergency? Yeah. So the scariest but, thing, doctor's not doing the test. because well, he, I, I'm not going to do that because it's very expensive. It's just a frightening frightening prospect and who knows if you've ever had your blood palate done i'm making my own word there but i liked when he said um you the doctor should think of it like if my mother was here would i recommend this test for her if yes do it if no you don't need it like it's pretty much that simple and if you take it it can only work versus some drugs side effects or whatever he was saying with stem cells especially, like it, it, there's nothing, remember we were saying if you give too much stem cells to someone with cancer, it's going to go cancer. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, I think you still need to realize though that like, you know, side effects, that's throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Like just if one in, in if, Just in the fact that it is from humans. Yeah. Sure, there's got to be some outlier effect that this human and you are incompatible. Well, but yeah. Compared to taking drugs. My point was simply that if, if, or surgery. If one in 200 people has like a, a side effect from a drug, but the drug by and large, other than that works, I don't think we should necessarily be, you should just tell people, listen, there's a chance. Of course. Yeah. Like, listen, some people are willing to take the diarrhea and the puking and the, if it Suicidal means that thoughts. they get, I don't know what the side effects are, man. Maybe suicidal thoughts. I would hope no, that you I wouldn't just keep taking when you, that drug. When you watch the commercials and they say that diarrhea, anal bleeding, suicidal thoughts, but 
you'll be happy. Have you ever taken a drug where it like you felt like that? I have. Adderall. Adderall made you have suicidal thoughts. Oh no 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 no. Suicidal idealizations. I don't know. You did? Yeah, it was this drug called. Um, It was supposed to deaden nerve, uh, like dead your nerve, so that you'd and stop it made being you think pain. if you kill yourself, you won't feel pain. Anymore. No, it just. <laughs> anyways, it's. Uh, I don't mean to make light of it. I'm. Just it it wasn't. It's a weird. It didn't make me have suicidal thoughts either. It just like there was something that made me feel really weird about it. And good at the same time. No, not good not at good all. At the same time. Yeah. It didn't work, but it also had side effects. So Someone told me they took double, a medication and a uh, edible double banger, and they had like a, a weird like panic attack experience, like the ones Joe thinks he's he loves, but it was more maybe dangerous in that they were like they thought they were sleepwalking from taking an edible and a pharmaceutical. And drug? I was like, it sounds like you invented quaaludes. <laughs> yeah, they just sort of <laughs> they found that sweet spot. Everything yeah. was in slow motion. Yeah. There, so can you recreate this for me? Um, the funniest thing is there was a Dr. Higgins study he was re- referencing, but it sounded to me like he said Dr. Hug and study, which I thought would be a great name for a teacher. Dr. Hug and study? Or creepy. He ends up definitely getting fucking... <laughs> that is a great name for a teacher. And is it me or does he say insurance? <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> In did, yeah. In the strangest way. Health insurance. Health uh, pharmaceutical insurance. <laughs> He, uh, he had a bone to grape, but he sounds like a good guy. And it sounds like he's getting the bad rep of this is bro science because he's coming out of like a background of rolling with fighters and health and wellness there. Because he referenced uh, to talking to him about the Gordon Ryan jiu-jitsu tournament. And uh, it's it sounds like this is coming from that camp, which would benefit for the most fighters who don't want surgery. Like if it ever gets to the NFL, and I'm sure some of these guys must be doing that for sure. It just needs to go mainstream, and I think it's out of our touch financially. Even if it was available in Canada, uh, treatment costs between five and eight thousand dollars. That doesn't seem that crazy. I mean, it's a lot of money. Stem cell, but I, yeah, I've heard of surgeries costing a fuck ton more than that. And you have, uh, you've had ten years of eight thousand dollars is. A drop in the bucket if you're in serious pain. Th- like for you, I, that seems like the best eight thousand dollars you would of, ever spend. Yeah, yeah. Like imagine if you could golf again. Wouldn't it be worth that alone? Yeah. Well, he said, unfortunately, because of the pharmaceutical. I mean, the insurance companies. It's got to be a cash pay model, and hopefully this thrives. And you know, when something gets bigger. Uh, the the pricing go down. The most interesting part of this podcast to me was when he was describing what it was like to be the farmer rep. That like kind of really opens your eyes to what the fuck it's like. And the, boiler room back there is that what it's called? That yeah, movie? boiler room. Yeah, yeah. like it reference. really is just another fucking scam, you know. And well, I he want to say, skin in the game because he lost his brother to opioids. I meant to say this too. What I definitely got from this was that a lot of a lot of things are started with good intention and then quickly become co opted or bought. Like everything that he was talking about that is a problem now was originally started like that. Remember the go-between of the pharmacists that he was talking about, how there's only three of them and they control everything. I forget the name of it. 
You remember? I do not. I should have written down. The go between between the pharmacist. Yeah, there was like a. He was talking about how they implemented this thing where it was like they would um, they would argue prices with the pharmacy to try to get you the consumer the lowest. Oh price. yeah, right, 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 right. Remember? Yeah. So there was three of them, and now they control the market, and they've been bought and sold. Mm-hmm. And the point is, is like. When that was implemented, it was done with the best of intentions, thinking of us, the consumer, and it quickly got bought of and course, co-opted. Yeah. And that was my that was one of the other big takeaways for me was that a lot of things we do um, are started with the best of intentions, and then. But again, that just leads us back to where we started this conversation. You have to have a body that you can depend on to stick up for the citizens. And, the, and if that is not our electives, then that's what we really in should this be. In this case, that fucking... body is the body that has to be investigated or monitored. And there lies the rub. I mean, listen, the SEC, the FDA, like think of all the government um, regulatory bodies we could point at that do an absolute fucking piss poor job. Yeah, yeah. Again, just broken system. I saw a clip of a politician say, uh, he was grilling the banks or whatever. And he started off the meeting by um, congratulating one of his aides who's now going to work for Citibank. <laughs> and like, you, we're going to miss you. You got a good one. And the guy goes, uh, their dad works here already. Yeah. And this was a government agency that was looking o- to o- have oversight on banks. So, I mean, the same thing's happening with these pharmaceutical companies and the FDA. Their also problem is the the success of the pharmaceutical companies is get something that sounds like firecrackers, then pay $4 billion at the end, clean your thing. Like think of start something new. Well, repeat, think of how corrupt the government is where there's a gag order stopping you from telling someone they can get a cheaper generic drug, but there isn't a gag order on government employees going to work for private companies. You know what I mean? Like you could easily say, if you work for the government, you want to come work for the government. There's a five or 10 year gag order on anything less addictive than the other ones is, is, is what their, their ace in the hole was. And that was enough to doctors who worked out their ass say, Oh yeah, it's the, it's the least addictive of them all. Great. Give me 20. And then we saw it all fall apart. Oh, that's all I have for, uh, bring him Bueller. I give it a three and a half. <clears throat> I give it, uh, I thought I was going to give it a one when I saw it come up there. Cause I did too, whatever, but I, actually but I really give it, it, yeah, like a three, seven. I thought it was really good. I thought the behind the scenes look at that was great. I thought it was great when he stood up to Joe Rogan about sometimes people need antidepressants and good Yeah, I was going to say that we, we spoke about, someone hit me, a bunch of people hit us up on the Patreon and we're like, listen, exercise is great, but. Sometimes you need. Well, no, this is exactly what I was arguing with last week. Yeah, I know. I, I forgot I to throw I, in that you have to exercise getting, and try mushrooms. Getting back to baseline is like very hard for some people. When I get you're it. deficient in serotonin or dopamine or whatever the fuck uh, chemical you don't have right in your brain, exercise can. I just don't think it can get you back to where you need to, to be Simon. Uh, and if you believe that I've got to believe this hormone things. Is a good my thing point too. was simply start with exercise. It's never, ever going to hurt. And if it doesn't work, then go see a doctor and get some further help, but continue to exercise. Do it's only going to, 
Sure. I yeah, think that do you mushrooms. can reset. My a lot. point was that once you start feeling good, you're going to want to exercise anyways, because you're going to feel good about yourself. Like, I think that people who don't exercise, me included, probably do it because, you know, we hate ourselves. The company who worked for I did. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I didn't exercise forever. I hated myself. I still don't love myself, but I just started doing, you know, just a little bit. Just a the little pharma, bit. The pharmaceutical company he worked for was Eli Lilly, which was started by uh, Colonel Eli Lilly, a pharmaceutical chemist and veteran of the American Civil War. I wonder if he was related to uh, Lily with the uh, coffee. No, with the dolphins. There isn't that guy's name, Lily. Isn't that weird, Simon? Can you imagine if York? Like, it's crazy to think that you have a company right now, and that like a hundred years from now, it could have been like, you know, maybe your son, your grandson, your great great grandson could have turned it into like a trillion dollar pharmaceutical operation yeah that's like shady as shit yeah it's got your name on it like simon andisman limited and it turns out you're killing millions of people (laughs) for obscene profits it could happen but no but because i said everything started with the greatest of intentions maybe this fucking civil war colonel was like i want to fucking help people and fix them and now his like great great grandkids are just the fucking shittiest people on earth could happen i give it a 3.6 i just thought he said insurance wrong (laughs) (laughs) all right well that's uh that's that. We're going to take a break. We're going to pay a bill and we'll be right back. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Guys, I can tell you from personal experience editing this podcast that if I have to sit down and edit and I'm in a terrible mood, maybe I'm stressed out, maybe I got a lot on my mind, ton of different things to do. I find that it just doesn't go well. However, if I come into it with a good positive mindset, it's almost a breeze. It doesn't even seem like work. And it can be tough to train your brain to stay in that problem-solving mode, especially when faced with a challenge in your life. And God knows there are a ton of challenges in life right now. But when you learn to find your own solutions, there is no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, and it can make it easier to accomplish your goals no matter the size. doesn't matter if you're trying to become president or if you're just trying to exercise a little bit more. The first time I tried therapy... I, uh, I didn't think it was going to be for me. I didn't think it was going to be something I'd like. And I was pleasantly surprised. It can be very helpful speaking to someone who you don't know who is trained in this sort of thing. It doesn't matter if it's stress. Uh, maybe you have anxiety. Maybe you're dealing with depression. Maybe you have some emotional healing that you need to do. It could be anything. A therapist can really help you. Now, if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, it's affordable, it's accessible, it's done entirely online, so you don't have to go into a doctor's office. You can do it from anywhere where you have an internet connection. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey, and you can switch therapists at any time. So if you feel like maybe the therapist you got you're not really jiving with, that's okay. You can switch it up. They want you to feel better. That's the whole goal of this. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. We're back. Thank you so much to BetterHelp. Go ahead, Simon. Sorry. Just back to the Beastie Boys for a second. Um, Think about how great that story is. 
like just as a tale in the music industry, this is this white band. They in rap, they start out, they get totally exploited, right? Like that first album, um, license to ill, license to ill. Like most of those songs, though, that's not what they wanted to be doing. It's how they were getting on the radio, and they did it, and it's amazing, and it gave them this name. And then instead of turning that into like selling out, I guess would be the term at the time. They fucking doubled down on like just being more of themselves now that they had got this audience. And then just the whole story from there, you know, like, but it's very cool. It's a it's, very it's cool. It's sad uh, with uh, Adam Yoke. It's very away. sad, but, you know, it's very human too. It's, uh, it's very human. Yeah. It's a very cool story in music. I think they should do a fucking kick ass, like. Uh, I wonder if when we're like seven years old, there's going to be a huge resurgence. Or if you'd even notice it, like when you saw in high school, a bunch of kids listening to Led Zeppelin when I was listening to the Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what movie did that was. Um, That's how it happens often. Wayne's Matthew World. McConaughey. No, no, no. Um, Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused really made the 70s cool for a whole new generation. Well, I mean, I think of Wayne's World with Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, that was a big resurgence. And that made Oh, just for that one that song, sh- you mean. Yeah, I mean, and Queen. No, I'm talking about a whole, like, kind of... How would anybody even know what the 70s really was until a movie like that comes out, right? I I, I think it's more common. I'm thinking it might have been Priscilla Queen of the Desert where I heard Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive. Like, there's there's a lot of, like, cinema and... uh, What movie did you just quote? Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Uh Uh-huh. To Wong Fu, thanks for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the remix. (laughs) It was a very gay movie. Well, they're both uh, drag no, movies. Yeah, actually, it's progressive, as you'd like to say. Uh, is that what I like to say? No, yeah, that's what you cheeky. like to say. As Simon says, can I, I get a name and a I number? Come on. Progressive. 1872. Tony Hinchcliffe and Hans Kim. Autistic? I don't know. No, he refused to admit he was on the spectrum. I love how they he- wanted to push it. He didn't speak <laughs> until spoken to until nine minutes and eight seconds into this podcast. There you go. I think I recall him taking a hit off the joint and saying, I'll take a little bit and I'm okay. And I do not think it made him okay. Mm. Do you, why was he not on by himself? Just he's too, well, I think we could tell the, why the, he wasn't they, on but by himself. I just himself. had the weekend of love, which I guess would be the best weekend. I don't know if I, that's, that's the best way I would spend my time in Vegas. Probably though. I mean, especially if it's all on Joe's dime. Oh, yeah, it sounded amazing. The comedy show, the fight, the fight, the fight. Just as a mortal, it just makes me angry. It doesn't. Well, no, and I was going to. Hans Kim is a mortal. It's funny you say that because I was immediately thinking of Joe mentioned someone telling him um, that he has to be careful of the walled garden. And this Mm. is definitely one of those episodes where I was like, yeah, I was like, listen, Joe, you know, I'm happy for him that he gets to do all this cool stuff and that he's still like. I'll give Joe this. He's still a kid about it. Like he's still excited. You don't want to like, know how good a time you're actually. No, having. I don't. That's it. <laughs> how yeah. rich you are. No, but like th- this is what I'm saying is he's still. I-, I give him credit because he's still excited. Where he's like, I'm sitting court, like I'm I'm ringside with Dave Chappelle, and it's like, yeah, your courts, you're ringside because of you, dude. And he took Hans Kim, which again that makes Joe like an amazing guy. This is yeah. a nobody, right? Who's he's just decided I'm going to make this kid that that's amazing. 
but I want to hear about it, man. Just yeah. live your life. Yeah. Do your shit. Yeah. Have your fun. Yeah. We'll sit at home and watch TV and you, you come know back I mean? to me when you're Dave Chappelle. I thought it was funny. Joy, Joe was talking about uh, being front row. <laughs> he had never been there before. Yeah, I know. Even yeah. was up front row and uh, he, they had uh, Travis and Scott seats. Um, I'm Dave Chappelle. I'm not moving anywhere, motherfucker. As we talked about last week, maybe not on air, but Hans Kim was saying, you know, the injuries in soccer are real, but some of them are quite real. There is faking indeed, so they do have that cry wolf. I mean, listen. I mean, there's so much faking. That's the problem. But there are there is room for legitimate injuries. Of course, in every sport, people get injured for real. It's just hard to tell the difference in soccer. The problem is this. Like, we watch, we grew up watching hockey. Those dudes will get fucking absolutely, like, You'll watch a guy get cross-checked in the back like five times in a row and just get up and skate around, crush a guy, score a goal, whatever. I mean, d- diving has infected hockey. I agree, yes. But, hockey, but yeah, definitely. I mean, there also is the other side of it where if you're running full bore beside me and you kick my legs out, that I'm going to hit the ground and it's going to fucking hurt. And now, I again, some of them roll. Like, there's that classic one of Neymar where he rolls. No, like, but that... That should be a foul. Those are the ones you'd be okay with. No, I, I agree, but we're talking about injuries. Like, there's oh, times where yeah. guys, like, embellish. You know what I mean? Like, there's times where you, you just get tripped. Dude, and- there's a million things that can happen in soccer. You can jump up by the header at the same time and clunk each other. You can fucking dislocate your shoulder falling. You can, like, who knows? It's- but see, there's a good example. Now they have a rule where if there's head-on-head contact, if there's any contact with the head in soccer, they have to stop the game. So a lot of guys stopping the game like there can be a you know there could be four minutes left on the clock and you're up a goal and they're fucking pressing and you're like oh so i got hit in the head, head yes a lot of that, that happens well, all the time soccer that's the problem with the faking again we yeah. just come back to it that is the problem with this um soccer which do you think is the best live sport to tv sport he's nuts basketball is like pound for pound your best experience on the tv no, live. live. Sorry, what are you asking? What is the best sport to see live? What is the best sport to watch on? The worst sport to see live is the NFL. Yeah. It is a way better experience watching it here, smoking weed. I've never seen an NBA game before. I've seen a college basketball game. NBA is incredible. Um, That's all I've ever heard. My seats were so like fucking crazy. It was in Syracuse and that fucking arena is just gigantic. You like, were far away from the We were action. in the third... But you still, Part. but you could still see the game. You could see the game, but like you're, I was at one end. That's I don't know. I just don't know if that's the best uh, seat to have. There. I think because I've been trained, hockey, hockey is probably yeah. the best to watch on TV. On TV, no basketball is the best on TV. Basketball, yeah, that's what I think. I'm telling. I mean, you. I love football because of the replays, but I can see how someone who doesn't watch it. It's like, this is annoying how they stop and just show the same play over and over again. But. Keep in mind, too, I don't drink anymore. So like a football game, live, nightmare. Just surrounded by people guzzling beers. All and football hip, hip, nightmare. Like if you didn't bet on football. I meant like live. Like I love what, like we have four games on right now. I love this. But as far as like going, football is a really slow sport if you're live. It's all about the experience. You're there to tailgate. You're there to cheer on your team and to get drunk. I mean, I guess football's different because the season is so short. There are so few games that every game matters so much. Yeah, and you only get like eight home games a season. Yeah, I mean, but they're only like, aren't there only like 15 games? 16 or 17 now. Whatever it is, you know, in hockey, there's 
80 yeah. in baseball, like we were saying. So you there's got 80 home 180, games. you know? Yeah, sports. And, 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 you know, athletes do get rewarded. It's how what they do with the money. Either afterwards. way, if you're asking me, I think I haven't. No, I have been to a live soccer game. I went to a Whitecaps game. But I haven't been to like a, I don't consider the MLS <laughs> like a quality product. So I can't say I've been to a soccer game. But for me, I would say uh, basketball is your best bet live mm-hmm. for sure. Especially, and I've sat everywhere. Especially if you're courtside. Well, I, I would say if you ever have a chance to sit courtside, it is the best experience. I think soccer. How many games have you been to? Rather just MLS, like the ones okay. at yeah, the. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe a soccer game in like England. That would be amazing. Well, That's after I watched Ted yeah. Lasso, he's there. He's here. He's every fucking where. Roy Kent. <clears throat> okay. Um, Michelangelo did not go blind, paying the Sistine Chapel. I thought he did lie on his back. No, I, you made, see, I had never heard me. that either before, Joe. I'm You've afraid of height, that how went, they were standing to paint the ceiling. No, that he went blind painting the Sistine Chapel. I've heard people creating stuff and making the people create it go blind. So they can't see how nice it is. But that just sort of sounds like a Kaiser so Huh? What? Do. Say that again? Like having the guys who, who architects who created something yeah. blinded so they never get to see how nice it is. What they? I think it was Ivan the Terrible. Oh, you're talking about like as a punisher. I, with those, I see, you know, I in see. Moscow, uh-huh. those, those, those buildings with yeah. the big circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're spectacular. The, they're spectacular. Um, the Kremlin? I don't I think they're beside the Kremlin. Okay. Check check Sorry. check me if anyone knows out there from the USSR. Check check me. Uh art from young countries is strange. Like art. those paintings they look at when you're there is um Did he say art from young countries? Yeah. So a thousand years old. What he's saying is like there's you know, you go to the Louvre and you'll see something that was painted in like, you know, nine hundred. And and what it was then, yeah, as in TV or entertainment, yes, those ones. The Kremlin, the Kremlin, exactly. My bad. Yeah, it is interesting, Kamara. Like some that you could look at a painting and be like, "This was painted four hundred years before Columbus came to." It's still there. Yeah, they're foot footnotes of us existing, and and, and I mean, it's still uh, cool to have art, but back then it would have been so much more amazing to see art. Back then, because yeah, that's all you have. It's, it's the TV, it's yeah. the radio, it's everything. Yeah. I, I, and I guess there'd be classical music. No, but even then, like, I think about it now. With all we have now, there are certain pieces of art that the scope, like the scale of them, the size and the detail, I still look at them like, I cannot believe someone painted this now, a hundred years well, ago, like, a thousand like years ago. Well, the Chapel. Sistine Chapel, that's the... That's a great example, You know, you sure. look at it and it's up there on the dome ceiling and you're just like, oh yeah, that happens. But then you find out how that happens with the scaffolding to the roof and him lying on his back. But he was not lying on his back. He was just standing up. Whatever. Forget the, forget Whether the... he was lying or standing, point is, it's still fucking hard. In man. four years, no less. I'm just saying, when you see some of those massive Renaissance paintings that are super detailed... And like, I don't know, you're like, as if someone... Like when I went to the um, St. Petersburg uh, Dali Gallery in uh, Florida, yeah. not Russia, mm-hmm. um, they have this one painting there, because I used to love Dali. I used to, when I was a kid, I had all his, like these books where I would find all paintings I had never seen before. Anyways, this one, I thought, you know, you look at a painting in a book, it's tiny, and then you get there and it's the size of like a 10 story office building, you know, or yeah. whatever. I don't remember how big it was, but it was so massive. And you're just like, Holy fuck, man. Well, it's funny. Cause we were talking about the, uh, the Mona Lisa and how the, 
you always see it and then you get there and it's like this big. And then there's the other side of that where sometimes you see a painting and you're like, holy fuck, like this thing is massive. Yeah. Like I saw, I saw the soup cans and they're the size you think they are. To the soup cans were the size I thought they were. That's exactly, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When to I saw them, I was like, these look exactly the like The inverse of Dali, we have a Dali here at the, uh, or we did the, the last time I was there. And it's so small <laughs> and you see it in the book and you just, I don't know. I imagine every painting to be that big, you yeah, know, me too. just yeah. a normal yeah, painting, poster size, size, poster yeah. size painting. Yeah. This one's like this big. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, very if, interesting. If people got here by the Bering Strait. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Cause they said they found a canoe in Wisconsin last week that was 3000 years old. That's yeah. insane. How long that migration would have taken. Well, I think we've pretty much, or how many people established at this point that not that people came from the South and the North. Like, let's be realistic here. Come on. Yeah. Regardless, this one way is yeah. an interesting, like it would have been cold. Like they had to go. How long does it take to walk that if they had? Oh, it must've been, it must've been insane. And then like a lifetime of people. It took a lifetime of just traveling together or do you do it in a month? No, I think it took a long time. It's very interesting. But not not a lifetime. Like what how long do you think it would take you to walk to um let's pick a place from like Halifax to Greenland? Across the water? Yeah, let's say the water was frozen and okay. you had a bridge. How a long day. do you think that would take? Are you fucking a day? nuts? <laughs> I have no idea. Well, oh my it, god, it, hurricane would, right it now, would take you I'm gonna check months. If you walk at eight kilometers an hour, 24 hours times... Uh, you're not walking 24 eight. hours. You're walking 16 uh, at best. I'm, I'm just trying to get a magic number that is not attainable. That's a long fuck. That is a long fucking walk, dude. That's a long walk. 200 kilometers you could probably get in a day. You think you can walk, <laughs> you couldn't 200, walk 200 kilometers, kilometers in a every day? day? That's I'm not, probably pretty I'm, good. Yeah. I'm not saying... Are that, you fucking nuts? No, that's walking eight kilometers an hour for 24 hours straight. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I mean... I, can you light jog a bit? You'd have an average and lower. Listen, if you let's say let's say peak performance, you have a vehicle following you with all of the amenities, so you don't have to carry anything. Yeah, maybe I guess you could light jog a bit of it. Yeah, maybe two thousand two hundred and ninety-seven kilometers. That's how far you'd have to go. Yeah, so, so that's just giving you so an that's idea. ten days doing yours nonstop. Ten days? No, no, that's without stopping. And I and I really said uh, one day. Yeah, it's probably closer to like 20 days. It could take a lifetime. And plus to negotiate the Bering Strait, what other animals were there? Well, th- that was what I was going to say, Kamar. Like there was a bear, uh, whatever that giant bear was called. Or some Majoris. nose bear or something. I don't remember. Or some Majoris. Is that what it was? No, but if you anyway, not question it, 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 it kept people from coming across for a long time. Like they got to Maybe the, a lifetime. the straight and then couldn't get across because this fucking bear was so ferocious. Is Pangea debatable? That's the... Well, everything's um, debatable. It's the single continent. Or, But they're saying... This they, continent they, separating? Yeah. They're yeah. saying they look back and like this piece is exactly from there. Over 335 million years ago. I mean, the idea of thinking that it's been the same now as it was millions and millions and millions and millions of years ago million. is crazy. That's crazy. Mm, mm, it's wild. I mean, Kamari, it makes a lot of sense, but it could, you know, I could see that in like 50, 100 years, it could be disparate. Who knows? Who cares? I mean, but I mean, if, if in our lifetime, it's just happening currently. 
Mm-hmm. It's so slow. I mean, unless it happened like a volcano or a meteor strike that fast. I mean, obviously you couldn't be alive to like witness it. Maybe one day Russia will be like right on top of Canada. Mm-hmm. You know? Russia Things maybe. just keep moving. Not in our lifetime, obviously, but yeah. No, over the course of millions and millions the of years. The whole thing reconnects. Then they got into some serious dinosaur talk, which Perfect. I always thought is the... Uh, what is fossil fuels? Is it dinosaurs? It's not dinosaurs. Fossil fuels, we went through this last week, didn't we? They're taking, um, it's actually like rock fossils. It's not dinosaurs. No. I think it's uh, plant matter. A meteor killed all the dinosaurs. Presumably. Presumably. Some of them probably got left. This would be my thinking, okay? Is that, um, yes, some of them were killed off. Some of them remained. And that's why you end up with things like dragons in the lore of every. What do you think about that? That's sticking around a long time. Well, they would have evolved. You get things like the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot. These are all just, you know. Those would all have to like allegedly be existing in the last 2000 years. So basically dinosaurs came, they got born from however, out of the sludge. Then they built up civilization to the point of building subway systems. Then that civilization crashed and then a comet hit. And uh, that was the end of it. What do you think the life expectancy of a Tyrannosaurus Rex is? Well, do they know? Oh, Jesus. They think they know just how they think so, maybe Pangea. Probably not very long. What, like... Uh, 30 years. Not even that long, probably. 10 years? 30 years. 30 years. Spot okay. on. There you go. But that's Spot even on more the hypothesis. The, 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 like, how long did anything live? Well, the best stat, Turtles live 100 years. The best stat is that the Tyrannosaurus Rex is closer in time to us than it is to the Stegosaurus. Allegedly. No, not allegedly. That They know that. They know. They know that the crustaceous period was make up a number. Because of a sample on a, a rock. A thousand million years ago. Because of a sample on a rock. Okay. Well, by that logic, yes. Allegedly. We don't really know how they know. They tell us they know. But you're right, Kamar. Maybe dinosaurs never existed and... There's a the great, world was there, just formed like a thousand years ago. There's a great bit about uh, from George Carlin, obviously. They've mentioned many times. just about how many species there are in extinction and whether we're just, uh, are we a species or are we a visitor? Like a, a, whatever animal living on this planet does good or bad, it's meant to be. Hmm. Because they were talking about uh, pollution in rivers and we think about here, What's been done. There's other places in the world where it's so less regulated. I'm not doing this. Listen, back to dragons for a second. Just, um, he really shoehorns it into every episode. Don't you think it's interesting? No, I'm being serious now. Don't you think it's interesting? I heard this on a podcast (laughs) earlier. Um, dragons in every culture, like you can literally go back to any culture and they have some version of a dragon. That's just interesting. Like the Kraken, I'm more interested in. Okay, we'll get to the Kraken in a second. The fact that all of these cultures show this same thing. Where are they? Are they seeing it somewhere? All of them to be able to, or 
did How's they it conjured? Did they know about dinosaurs and they're just drawing dinosaurs? Someone told them and just described something and that's how it exists to them. Or or it existed. They were drawing something they just couldn't understand. Like I don't know. Like I'm going to shoehorn something in here, Matt. Aliens. Well, if you were looking at a UFO, something that breathed fire exhaust, except I don't know why a UFO would need exhaust now that I think about it. Right. Like and wh- why would it require a layer of gold? Well, here's a question. And um, the ser- alien one seems like a stretch. I'm serious about this. Okay? okay. If aliens came here millions and millions and millions of years ago, mm-hmm. do you think that the ships that they would have come with way back then would be more rudimentary? No. Like so rudimentary. Well, no, listen, we've established that some sort of like exhaust propelled thing is not going to move through the universe. Um, Well, no, we, we move through the universe and we're, yeah, but not fast enough where, where we could make contact or like fly a drone. It would would take too long. We will have to move the universe to move. Right. But you know, you agree with that though, right? uh, Most likely. I totally do. But there's nobody that says that like, okay, let's say you had a giant ship that had to use some sort of like primitive propulsion system to make it go through space. So everything took a really long time. Okay. If you could figure out how to like cryogenically freeze people mm-hmm. legitimately, yeah, like that's the you. science that you put all your work into. No, it's not freezing them, it's reviving them. It would, okay, you know, the whole process, then you wouldn't need to... um have fast ships, right? You wouldn't care how long it took you because you're getting there at the <clears> same <throat> age as when you left. Yep. I've seen it in many movie. I'm just wondering like, but then you have to have a ship smart enough to navigate the universes and find a planet has hospitable or, you know what I, you understand right. what I'm you saying? You got to have like, a good GPS is what you're saying. <laughs> like the best. Yeah. I mean, we have a pretty good GPS in, Do your, we? in your phone. Oh, yeah, it can tell you the planets. No, are- I'm just saying, like, that's just a shitty little thing. Like, how hard is GPS? That's all I'm getting GPS, at, you know? Simon, we have GPS because we have so many satellites yes, circulating yeah, Earth yeah, already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we'd have to so already have mapped had, out the they universe. They would have been had to invent out drones that already went out. Yes, that have mapped it's, out the universe. Uh, it's Dunbar's. No, not Dunbar's. Um, it's one of those space theories mean, yeah. there that they would send out drones but though that is interesting to think about though. So millions of years ago when the aliens came to visit the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. I guess it wouldn't matter, right? Like the the universe knows no age at some point. Well, it has an age. No, I know 13. it. Ha- I know it has an age and you know, in the first couple of years of the universe, mm-hmm. they probably weren't space traveling anybody. You know what I mean? The universe was just invented. Of course, it would probably take, take a millions long time, of years right? before anything really got cracking, I would assume. I wonder, like, at some point, it just must be that once you hit a certain level of uh, technology, that time ceases to matter. I would assume, yeah. Like, the thousand time years from now. of things thousand years from ceases now. to matter, yeah. But wouldn't that be that fourth-level civilization or Yeah, whatever? so by that logic, then, um, any alien that ever came here would not have had an exhaust. Yeah. So breathing fire no doesn't, dragons. doesn't drive. No, that doesn't mean necessarily that... Because uh, I guess if you were trying to impress a bunch of, like, 
low-level civilization folk, mm-hmm. monkey people or whatever, mm-hmm. you might put on a good light show. No, right? Like, Maybe, yeah. Come down out of a puff of smoke. Like they would show trinkets of gold to impress people. Joe complained there's too many podcasts. He's finally yeah, caught he's, up with yeah. himself with this. <laughs> anyway, you, well, you, you did you this, Joe. What do they call that, Maddie? when you hit um, maximum... Velocity? No. Anyways, there's some word, but it doesn't matter. Point of diminishing returns? No, well, that too. <laughs> the podcasts have definitely hit there. Uh, the translator exists, but it's... Who could trust it? The translator. Explain. Well, we've always said that's a barrier to language. If everyone spoke the same language, we communicate better and cooperate more. Yes and no. Like, I'll say this. I used Google Translate a ton in Thailand, where I would just type in whatever I wanted and then show it to the person. Like, I was looking for, like, a sewing kit. It worked. Yeah. When you go to Russia, no matter what you type in, it's just like, fuck you, commie, is what comes out of the American propaganda machine. Is that what you're driving at, Kamar? No. I I was just observing what they talked about. (laughs) I'm not talking about anything. Uh, He ruined a spot, I think, on the show. We sort of talks about Tony's uh, fame. You're saying we get to go. Live music is awesome. First of all, yeah. talking about live oh, music. I see. And live they music is a great. Spot. Gotcha. And they went to spot. They've blown it up, and everywhere they go, it blows up. It's, which is great for the businesses if you see them come through the door. Yeah, it must you're not be. gonna have a windfall, but it's hard to stay cool. I was watching a doc about uh, the Viper, Viper Room, mm-hmm. which that what that was. Oh, you know what documentary I watched that you'll probably like, Kamari, is the Bling Ring. Okay. It's on Netflix. It's in the it's, it's in the queue. It's the story about um, uh, that those kids who robbed Paris Hilton, and you know they made a movie about it oh. a while back. And this and is a doc. This is a documentary. Real about people. It. Real people. Real, real reenactments. Very few reenactments. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joe thinks the election was stolen. He thinks that all elections, all elections can yeah. be tampered with. But, but, I, I mean, don't think he said anything about elections being stolen. He was trying to say he doesn't think this election was on the up and up, and, now, and it's yeah, foolish not to think it was. That's all. Not, not full on. I mean, um, listen. January 6th. I agree 100% that all elections are hanky. What did Biden win by? What was the number? 10 million votes. 10 million? So Like 82 to 72. So you think they those people think that that was the amount of tampering there was ten I don't know. million votes? Maybe it was even more. I mean, that seems like a hell of a lot of votes. The most ever. Would they say there's the more? The most pe- ever fraudulent votes is that voted what you're possibly, but what they're saying is Trump got more votes than he got when yeah. he beat Hillary. Yeah, listen, uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if um, they did something hanky to keep Trump out. They were. So desperate, right? Like Trump uh, for another term, who knows? We'll talk about the post. You might have like a proud boy army right now. (laughs) It looks like they might've got him. Um, It's also a weird flex though. Like if you really want him gone, he's the most he can get is four more years. No, not just murder him, but I'm just saying like, if you're really that afraid of the guy, he's still going to run again. So you haven't done anything. Stop talking about him. No, no, but they needed to put a, a, Look, they managed to start another war in this four years. I get it, but if they really wanted him out, they could have impeached him after January 6th. They couldn't. They couldn't do anything to him. That was the problem. No, the Republicans blocked it. They said, listen, this guy's not going to run again, so we're just going to just let him go. And everyone agreed. They were like, yeah, that's fine. 
You don't remember that? That's how it went down. It seems, it just seems suspicious how much, we've never seen this much effort to discredit a former well, public official. I don't think it would be so far-fetched, though, to think that that many more people voted. If there were really that many people who hated Trump that much. Also, that many people that loved Trump that much. I would think they, he would have got a landslide victory and Trump would have got little votes. Sorry? Anyways, huh? to say you don't need ID to vote is madness. We all agree because we just come from a system where you need ID to vote. Well, I think you should have to have ID to vote. We all agree on yeah. that. Yeah. But you hear that? That's racist. Um, Joe. So, sorry. Whoa. Hold on. Why is that racist? Because you're saying uh, people who are low income are probably uh, of racial They background. don't have ID. They can't get ID. That's the argument. No, I'm uh, I'm being sincere here. Like, uh, uh, is that a thing where getting identification I. is hard? I, well, I don't it costs know money. getting it is hard. It costs money to get identification? It does here, yeah. Like, how do you think, what ID do you have that you get for free? Your health card you well, get for free. I mean, your free, health card you that's get They don't free. have that in the States. So your driver's license your you have to pay for. Your social insurance card you get for free. There's no, that's not identification. No, but I, again, I'm just saying, like, you need that to be able to work. So just make that a form of identification that comes for what free did, for What did people. you think about what Tony said is one thing that is like... um your your uh, portal to do your taxes to vote like everything just like it's a it seems uh, mind controlly whatever but sensible at the same time. Oh, yeah. I, we're talking about all the red tape of IDs and you have to have a health card and a license. Like why can't it all be on the? Is it, it, it seems like you sell yourself a controlling thing. No, we do it because it's uh, there's sensitive information on your health card. You're not supposed to use your health card. You can't use your health card as identification. You cannot. You're not Canada. supposed to. Yes. You're not supposed to. So that's my point. That's why it's separate because it has Foolish pertinent ways. information. Foolish ways. Uh, Kamar, we have in Canada, the US, the Canadian government, excuse me, you can do your taxes on the Canadian government website. I did them last year. Okay, so it doesn't. We, we have we, that. We are ahead of them. And and if somebody can tell we, me and, why it's hard to get identification. And it's I'd a moot point because that. you have to have ID to vote here. So we're it's gonna, just it's gonna another gonna difference between uh, Canadians and Americans. Joe's walking back his moon landing. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't he believe it anymore. Who knows what he believes or what yeah. he does not believe? But join the Patreon and you can hear me and Simon debate the moon as one of his all time. You can great see Kamar change my mind. <laughs> China found a super energy crystal on the I said moon. Oh, this yeah, last this week. This is what I wanted to talk about. I said about. this last week. So let me get this straight. Get it. Okay. Let me get this straight. The USA has been to the moon, allegedly. Okay. While they were up there, they did nothing but take a couple of golf shots. Hmm? They left the energy this is one crystals. Narrative. Yeah. There are energy crystals up there that can power the galaxy, and they just happen to miss them. You could argue that I'll just play Diablo Avocado. You could argue that in the 60s, they might not have had the technology. Technology to and sensors. I agree with that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like they might, there was a lot of things that in the sixties they didn't know would have a the super year. energy crystal detector may not have existed. Like coltan. Coltan's a good example of something that probably wasn't mined. No in one's the using it. No, at no, the no, time. no. Listen, I'm with you guys. They went up there. They it's more landed. likely. It's more likely that they didn't at they, this point. They had a picnic. They hung around for a little while. They didn't travel very far from wherever they landed, and they had to get out of there real quick. Uh huh. Because. They had never even been to the dark side of the moon, right? Nobody had. That's where they found these super crystals. Super crystals. And do you know what's really interesting too is that 
everybody only ever sees one face of the moon because of the speed the moon is moving, I guess, and the speed we're moving. We always see the same face. No way. Yeah. Think about it. Kamar, think about it. Think about it. We always, somebody in Australia is going to get a totally different view of the same face of the moon. It's hard to think about something. You you never see the dark side of the moon. Hence the dark side of the moon. That's weird. That really goes to Kamar's whole. I got to look it up. I got to look look it up, man. Dude, do it right now. now. The two things are like always back to back, always face to face. They're just always moving at the exact right. The same way. Hogwash. Listen, Kamar, the earth is spinning at a million miles per hour. And is we it? don't fly off. Is it? It's all just perfect. We're the exact position from the moon to the sun in order for them to have a lunar and solar eclipse. And that just sounds that mathematically impossible. Yeah, exactly. There was a, a explosion on the sun. Did you see that? No. Was there? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's in, on fire. Injection. Like, <laughs> the sun monitor got the, it. The biggest uh, coronal injection ever recorded. Ever recorded. I'm yeah. glad you said that. Um, Tony, I'm, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have yeah. had to argue with you. But because you clarified, well, who knows how big they get? Uh, to- Tony got enamored about uh, swashbuckling because something in the Game of Thrones. Or do you think anyone's ever jumped from a sail with a knife in it? And no, slid down. No, but there was. They must have done crazy swing on a rope around to the other side of the i'm sure there were parts. Was, was there safety protocol on these boats back then yeah no pirates were crazy man i'm crazy. sure there was all sorts of things yeah. going on i'm uh, sure yeah. more of it was just raping and pillaging less um <laughs> sliding from yeah. the mast on the uh well you wouldn't want to do that on your with own your boat. knife you wouldn't want to do that on your own boat no those would be the boats you took but over yeah. you jump on top and that'd be a boss move I mean, yeah, it seems like more um, risk than reward, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You get your chance, you try, and it just doesn't work. Now that I think about it, those sails, the canvas they use must be so fucking thick. Mm -hmm. Could you really just cut it with a knife? I think it has to be a sword. The with best Kamar, like Simon's saying, you just it sticks in there and you're just hanging you're just up hanging top. There, it's yeah. so strong. Well, this didn't you're, go you're like this. I was yeah. thinking yeah. at yeah. all. <laughs> so maybe maybe that didn't happen. Is figuring out how to elaborately cheat at chess almost as impressive as being good at chess? I mean, uh, listen, I give kudos to anybody who like masters the art of cheating. <laughs> Because if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But I don't think it's as impressive as being good in the thing you're cheating at. I feel like if you're going to accuse someone of cheating, you might as well pick the wildest way. Like, oh, how do you think he's cheating? Uh, well, I fi- I figured it out. He he has that huge hair, and he's just got a little mouse in there who's it's pulling o- all the... It's uh, only cheating you know, if, like you think it's, if, you, if you think it's wrong to cheat. I it's laugh- definitely wrong to cheat. Games have uh, parameters for a reason, Kamar. I agree. I laughed so hard when Tony said, uh, clearly this person doesn't understand how anal beads work. (laughs) Why? Because they were talking about how they were like, get him to play naked (laughs) against someone and then see how he plays. And Tony was like, clearly they don't understand how anal beads work. You're naked because they're up your ass. Yeah. Does do anal beads make you shit or something? No, his point was if you're naked and something's up your ass, they you're could. not going to oh, see it. Oh, they would be able to. I gotcha. I see what you're saying. They yeah. could. They well, could you would see the wire coming out to the computer, no? 
Oh, you think that's how it works? It's like a 40-foot wire. Oh, it's wired. wireless. Gotcha, gotcha. It's so interesting how now that Joe is starting the mothership, he doesn't really talk about the comedy store. He they, When they talked about the comedy store, he's almost talking about how it was, it's coming, gone, it closed up. I'm sure it's as popular as it's ever been, but I, I don't hear anyone talking about it with the reverence that it was talked about. It is not, because I get, I'm on their newsletter, I get their email blast, and like the lineup, you can just tell that, when I went to the comedy store, it was insane. The lineup was fucked. The lineup is one thing, but is it still selling out every night? That's a good question. I don't know. It just seems like judging by the lineup, you would not have as easy a time getting rid of every single ticket every night. But he's a gatekeeper. Yes. It's crazy that it shows a comedian can become bigger than the comedy clubs, which I mean, That's when you're at be. a certain level, you always feel like they, they've got their thumb on you. Um, Till they don't. Very interesting to see when his comedy club opens. Will be interesting, yeah. And I think that is just a rocking town. They're loving it down there. Ohio, very interesting state. You don't think about football, LeBron James, the Lo- Logan Paul brothers, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There's interesting the pride of Tony. I've been to Cleveland a, a bunch. Jamie. And Brian, have you? Have you? Yeah, my mom's best friend growing up moved to Cleveland um, <laughs> when I was a kid, so we used to go down there like once a year to visit. Uh, Cleveland rocks. This is all them talking about what a great time they had and how cool it was for Chappelle to get his standing O and his flowers in Ohio. And Joe's like, people not being able to do what they want to do for a living sucks. Yeah, <laughs> basically says yes, Joe. Ninety five, yes. dude. That was the biggest disconnect <laughs> yeah. I've ever fucking heard yeah. in my life. I was just like, "Are you kidding me? That's everybody. <laughs> That's, That's everybody, <laughs> but you three fucking assholes." No, and the weirdest thing and too is on the fence. Hold on, the weirdest thing too is he said it like the rest of us don't know it. Do you understand what it's like? He said it like, like I like we like a light bulb went on for all of us. All of a sudden, like, wait a minute. This guy's happier doing what he likes. Yeah. He like rich explained it to us, yeah, right? Exactly, yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. Or he or we are all doing what we like um, to make a living and just, yeah, you're right. That is bad. But no, it was, he was in his rock garden there for sure. I mean, that attitude is partly the problem that we see today in the world, though, is that everyone wants to be like a rich influencer. No one, no one's just like, I'm going to be a plumber and I'll make, you know, a good amount of money and retire a plumber. Like, you know, we see it with doctors, judges, lawyers. Like, no one wants to be, no one wants to go to school for 25 fucking years anymore. And, and I no, get that. No shit. We can't, well, you can't get afford a it doctor either. to go to school, even if you give them a, well, we missed half that part. Million dollars we missed or, that part. Or sorry, uh, $500 million. We missed that part too from the last guy where he was like, a lot of these people go to school and then a year and a half later, everything they learn is obsolete. Like, technology is almost killing us. You know, innovation is. I mean, does innovation really kill? Um, well, it kills learning. Medicine? It kills learning in the sense that what you just learned is now obsolete. Like Jamie said it too a, a while ago, where he was like, "Everything I learned in audio engineering school, the second I graduated, had already become obsolete, and they had moved on to the next thing." So, like, <laughs> and now again, in his case, it worked out because it didn't matter. He had learned enough, made his move, made his money. Good mm. for Jamie. No, I'm just wondering in medicine if it happens that quickly, like. Well, this guy, that guy said it did. I'm sorry it's, to bring it up. My apologies. I'm, I'm backtracking. It seems like you they're using the same studies as like they did in 1940. So has it really come that far? Yeah, I guess. What else you got, Kamar? That's it. Well, well, Joe is wondering, first of all, when they talk about doing good yeah. 
and success, you have to like have a conversational penance of talking about the homeless and caring about it and trying to solutions for it. I find conversations where you don't talk about how good things are, you don't get to homelessness. I I'm sorry. What? It's a common topic on Joe Rogan to talk about homelessness. Homelessness is yeah. a common topic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not on every podcast. I suppose it does come up. It is an issue. <coughs> hmm. Um, there was a COVID pile on and obesity pile on, <laughs> as they do with every episode. I believe this got. Oh no, this did not get a blue check mark. So I think they skirted around it. They just talked about states that you go this one place and we decide this decision. And it's they've now got a. It's almost like the South versus the North or whatever, like state pride. He was just talking about it, which I I was talking to someone last night. They were in Montreal. And I was, what, is it open there? That, they were the most restrictive of all the states, which yeah. is surprising. Are we not work. open here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but he we're, was asking. We're about, open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is open. Yeah, they took away that shitty plane thing, and and he says in places where they never closed. Yeah, there's a different sort of attitude. Like we did this together, or whatever. We did this together, like we got through it. We together got through it together. He, he just said there was an advanced vaccine, some sort of. I don't know. I think they all took vaccines. I, I don't think locking down was the big thing. Locking down. I remember listening to a friend like early in who was talking about being in uh, Florida, and it felt to me like it, they were doing something illegal. Yeah, but they had, just had to wear masks, and everything was open at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they all got vaccines. So too. the whole thing was about locking down. <clears throat> The whole mistake was to lock down. I'm asking. I, that- I think so. Now looking back at all this inflation talk, like I'm surprised they don't say uh, we locked down for two years and gave everyone money. We got to pay for it. You must think. You know what? I'm not doing this. Well, we're finding out in the states that like <laughs> all this PPE fucking um, insurance scams. It was all rich people to a tune of billions yeah, trillions something, something of dollars ppe scams enlighten me it was the 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 money they were giving out to businesses who were affected by covid there was so right. much so many rich yeah. people like brett Favre. yep is involved in it right a now. bunch that's, of that's people, a very yeah. interesting thing we were going to address in the post show we'll get it in the post show it's fine um i'll take one too Simon. why not there's only there's, only there's up in the fridge right yeah there's okay. a bunch of there go ahead go ahead just grab it just grab it. this one's for you uh, spicy food. We sh- we're not supposed to eat spicy food. That was Hans Kim's suggestion. Well, kind of like vegetables are trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. Spicy food is warning you off eating it. And the acids in your stomach do something that you the seeds, once you uh, pass them, aren't any good. But I wonder if spicy food is actually good for you because it acts as like some sort of like cleanser. I feel like it is. Whenever I've got COVID, I always get hot and sour soup. No, I'm just a cold. Yeah. But that hot, spicy always feels like it's doing something good when your nose is running from. Mm-hmm. I, I find sriracha's ketchup now. Yeah, I love me some sriracha. Yeah, it goes good with everything. Sriracha's not too spicy. That's the thing. Like, even if you make a mistake and put too much on. I'm bad with spicy food. Sriracha gets me. I honestly, like, when I, when I used to watch Hot Ones and it was, like, the <sighs> second, like, hot. I was like, I, I would be fucked on oh, the show. Oh, I'm terrible with spicy terrible. food. Sriracha, like, sometimes 
I'll put too much and I'll sweat. I'm just saying you don't put so much that it like burns your mouth. You know what Painful. I mean? Painful. Mine does. It feels good though. That really, that, I just find I sweat. The spice and the sweat feels like you're doing something good. But I wouldn't last two minutes. Like I've been watching these kids in their fucking blue chip thing. Oh, I was just going to bring that up. Uh, Matt tried to do to us. Yeah. No, the blue chip is way worse. Well, than listen, what I tried to get for us. sentiment is the same. Like you're putting yourself through misery for no reason. No, it's for content. For clicks. Sorry. Misery for clicks. I think as far as uh, with water and stuff, we should uh, think that they're going to figure out desalinization. What do you mean they're going to figure it out? Like, what a, is it? So, huh? so it's, it does at a good level and we just won't have to worry about water. An X factor, if you will. What are you talking about? Sorry. We're always talking about droughts and water. They're going to figure out how to use ocean water? Is Which that is how to do it in a, some sort of practical way. As technology advances. Yeah, X Factor. Well, I listened to uh, Kurzweil. Kurzweil? Ray Kurzweil. Kurt, yeah, Ray he was Kurzweil on... Um, tinfoil Hat. No, no, no. On uh, Suit Boy there. Um, Lex Friedman. On Lex's podcast. And he always said 19... Or sorry, 2040 whatever was mm-hmm. going to be the singulation. The sing- singularity. Singularity. <laughs> the singulation. That's good. I like Somebody that. should uh, use that. Um, the singularity, and he's now pushed it up to 2028. Oh, we're right so there. So we only have to wait like six years for the X Factor. So so forget about the climate. Don't go to the gym. Don't worry about the climate. <clears throat> go back to bed. Everything is going to be fine. I like that. They were talking about how we have to have nuclear, but people are afraid of the accidents and how it's very, relatively low, and there are these no-go zone areas. But then he shows all those... Nuclear tests. You think at some point, if the world was only as small as we think it is, the radiation would affect us all in some way. And well, maybe it does. They did tons of nuclear tests in the ocean. Yeah, so now the ocean is radioactive. Well, I, I don't understand. I'm wondering is that why we're not allowed to go down there? You think? Yeah, it's just for our radiation. Well, they made like <laughs> Godzilla down, down there. there or something. Or when all they, the radiation the ends up in our the Kraken. Exactly. That's why can't go down oh, there. they were talking about Mutation. the, the uh, giant squid in this one, were they? Yeah, yeah. So, did I ever tell you about that documentary I watched? No, I thought you were going to say that time I was in Halifax when I saw the I giant Kraken. Yeah. yeah, no, no. So I saw this documentary once. It was. Um, they were trying to find the colossal squid or whatever. I guess they've never gotten it on camera before. Mm-hmm. Um, but the drones they have that go down into the ocean can't go that deep down. Like yeah. They can't dive that deep, mm-hmm. I guess. Because of the pressure, yeah. So they had this camera and they hooked it onto Humboldt squid because they know that Humboldt squid swim down, down yeah. to the depths of these where they would find the colossal squid. And this humble squid got a picture of a tentacle. Mm-hmm. And when they did the extrapolation, like back up on land, it would have been like a fucking massive creature. Man. I can never find this documentary. Again. Cause they only saw what its tentacle looked like. They only got a little picture of the tentacle. I saw a, a killer whale penis the other day. I can't find it. I think it might've been on nature's metal, but it's a nice piece. Yeah. It is a, <laughs> those are some, the walrus too. Hey, did you, uh, was it us who were talking about the killer whales, um, saving or sorry, the humpback whales saving seals. Uh-uh. Okay. Did you, did you see the video of that? So these humpback whales hate orcas so much 
that they'll go out of their way to protect what the orca is chasing for food. Oh. So they like keep the orcas away from the seal. That's hilarious. And then at one point it flips over and the seal rides on its belly. That's awesome. Yeah. They're like NATO. They hate each other because the orcas are always like trying to get their calves, right? And they remember they're like this piece of shit. No food for you, And asshole. there's like a crazy thing where these uh, humpback whales, the orca gets the baby and they kill it. And the mom goes and comes back like whatever, 20 minutes later with like 20 humpback Podible. whales oh. just to stop the killer whales from taking the baby away. Very interesting. Hmm. They're so human, you know? Another world. Japan is crazy, as Joe denoted, with their development and the advancement, the karate, judo, the samurais, fighting off China, I think Han said. <laughs> they think about Sony, Nintendo. Technology, yeah. And I think they may be the the country that's getting the oldest and just fading away the most. Yeah, they have the most elderly population, yeah. And, and I think they may be also working on technology to take care of them. It actually sounds like a pretty okay place to live they have zero homelessness they mm-hmm. like make a job for everybody they had an atomic bomb i'm thinking the atomic bomb doesn't cause a radiation and proms they say it would right like how are they so thriving when they got like the one they talk about in um terminator i mean i'm sure you know five miles around well it, doesn't it really torn apart by a shockwave or something but doesn't it really make you not believe in nukes there's got to be, I've seen explosions. No, I know, but why can't that just be like a giant bomb? Why does that have to be a nuclear bomb that like decimates everything like... Um, the same way the spaceship through the uh, space would need a massive amount of fuel to travel if it was some sort of rudimentary thing. Uh, the size of the detonant no, but what seems like the a nuclear detonant. What, that's a what I'm word. saying is a nuclear explosion isn't so deadly because of the size of the cloud. It's deadly because of the um blast. Blast and what goes out, right? The radiation. Like that, the stuff is um it's uh poisonous. Allegedly. Like it burns no, off it burns uh, off your skin. Allegedly. You exactly. Cancer. Let's just say you have the same size bomb, same size explosion, but no poisons. So you would still have a huge blast area, but you wouldn't be contaminating an area for life. You know what I mean? You would just be setting off a big bomb. Like oil in the ocean. It just eventually disperses. Well, disperses, what do you mean? What disperses? The, just ra- the, the radiation the that at some point is super deadly. To... No, I'm saying, but if the radiation never exists, like okay, there yes, were, yes, yes. there were bombs, That's what I'm doubting. That's there what were I'm doubting. bombs before nuclear bombs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So you're just saying they pump faked it, saying, yeah. saying to the Japanese, we dropped a nuke on you. And in reality, it was just a massive That is TNT a thousand bomb. percent what I'm saying. And they fucked you too with nuclear explosions. Like that shit probably never happened either. But I got to assume there's been someone over the years who's taken a Geiger counter to Nagasaki Right. And been like, there's high levels of radiation here. Am I crazy to assume that? No, I mean, you would think that would happen. <laughs> but Japan's not a very big place. No. And yet. But how small do you think it is? How? Well, I mean, how big do you think the blast is on a. A couple kilometers? On a radius of a nuclear bomb. A couple, a couple kilometers. kilometers? Yeah. Well, 
in a circle, though. That's pretty. That's a lot An of fucking space. An interesting baseline is that fertilizer explosion. In what did they Lebanon. call? What did they call that bomb? Was Hydrogen? it Hiroshima? Yeah, in Nagasaki and Hiroshima. That's yeah. where it got bombed. Do you know the name of the planes that dropped the bombs? Little Big Fellow or something like that. That was Boxcar and the Enola Gay. Someone runs a trivia night. <laughs> yep. I thought uh, Hans got fell in a trap when he told him he had done cocaine seventeen times. They <laughs> well, both should have put him on the. He should have just fucking. We'll do it. Everyone else fifth. who goes on the show does cocaine. Just say no, I don't do cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a he he was in a hard place of acting like you've been there to a place he's never been before. So I don't fault him on his awkwardness. I got to say though, you you historically would have shit on this guy for being on there. Still do. Do you? Because well, you haven't shit on him once. We'll, we'll see. I'm just saying, he's a minority who jumped the line and is on Joe Rogan. We'll see what he does with his career. You, no, were, right you were thinking of what the nuclear bomb was called. Mm-hmm. Little big fellow? Or Little something? boy. Little boy, yeah. If it was nuclear. No, again. I'm so throwing my hands in the, the air. The radius on the, here you go. In Hiroshima, the general, general limiting radius was about 8,000 feet. However, even at a distance of 26,000 feet from... X in Hiroshima, some tiles were displaced at Mogi, seven miles from X in Nagasaki over steep hills. I don't even know what that means. It's okay. Well, seven miles from the yeah. where it hit, there was okay. So, like I said, a couple kilometers. I mean, I'm just saying, if you were to invent nuclear weapons, I'm not saying that bombs don't exist. They still have bombs; they can do tons of damage. But if nuclear, that would just be your way of making sure that that energy never becomes used. And you still have it as a threat because everybody still fears the nuclear bomb just like they would if it were real. But we all fear we all fear like indoctrination that if you set off all these nuclear bombs, you would not be able to walk down the street, even if you'd been underground when it happened and you missed like the, the crater because it's all it'll just burn you. And if you had one of those Geiger counters, everything I don't believe that's the case. I, I mean, I, I was just putting forth a hypothesis if they didn't exist. 9,000. But you have no evidence to back that up. No, you just zero feel, evidence. You just feel zero that evidence. way. Come on. Well, if we're all down there and it happens, I'll be the guy to go upstairs. And if I burn to crisp because Well, of look, if we never went to the moon, mm-hmm. that kind of puts everything in question. Because then you're like, okay, well, if they're willing to go to that extent, then what else have they kind of just fudged along the way? You know, Back at square one. I Other see. big events that they needed to use to sway some sort of sentiment. The Titanic. Maybe they there never the really Titanic was a Titanic. Or they took it down or there never really was one. 9,000 animals to open the Colosseum, allegedly. I mean, again, who was there? Yeah, exactly. The, the records to get back. But I'm sure they were all eaten. It was, also, all, it was a feast for 100 days. Also, Kamark, do you truly imagine there was someone going, one animal, two animal? <laughs> yes. Three, you know? No, <laughs> no I, I, that's... The royal emperor said, bring me a thou. Uh, but knows? this is my point. It's like, X-V-V. even the emperor, like... Is that how the, they're talking? Like, imagine imagine this. The emperor wants 9,000 animals. Like, well, last time the emperor wanted 9,000, we only got 500, and he never said anything. You know what I mean? Like, that, that had to have happened. Yeah, that's yeah. corruption all the way. We sold the rest, yeah. Star Wars edgy. Have you seen Andor? No, I don't. Or Rogue One? Nope. I saw Rogue One. It leans to the edgier. Um, it's just space. different. It's kind of more like a space war movie than it is a Star Wars movie. Which, which what it sort of was, but I, further removed, like 
obviously as a child when I saw Star Wars up into uh, Return of the Jedi. Those were all just life-changing. You didn't like Return of the Jedi? No, all th- that three. Okay. That three was like the holy trinity of sequels, a movie thing, like the greatest story of all time. And obviously many stories have come. It's losing its luster mm-hmm. for me. Sorry, just right before Star Wars, you know that um, the Titanic, the conspiracy is that it was an insurance scam, eh? Okay. No, I'm just... Fair enough. Putting that out. I want to put it past yeah. him. Star but Wars, you do realize that there is a wreckage of the Titanic. Yes, yeah. I'm okay. not, I'm not, I listen, I don't think <laughs> that there was sure. no Titanic. Fair um, enough. For that. Just, I just making sure. Again, it seems. Um, it seems suspicious that it just crashed into an iceberg. And but someone anyways. got paid by insurance. Maybe that's what made the insurance company become involved in a, yeah. a, obstructive just, I don't understand the insurance scam. I built a boat. Yeah. It cost me probably as much as insurance is going to give me for the boat. I don't yeah. even use the boat to make any money. I just immediately crash it to get my money Listen, back. I yeah. could. No, 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 no. It isn't that. I can't. You'll have to look into it. Fair I cannot enough. remember. It's something like they had built three boats mm-hmm. that were all identical. And there was some way they were making okay. money off okay. of that. I okay. don't remember what. No, no, that's fair enough. Just so don't quote me on that. I'm not. Um, yeah, I'm not Star Wars you. has sucked ever since um, Jar Jar Binks. It, it, I, I wasn't going to mention it. It was. It's been. It was been garbage. Being reincarnations, things are good, but and that's just... why Rogue One is cool because it had nothing to do with. Because that was Star Wars' plan, right? They were always gonna. They were gonna release one movie a year for whatever ten years, let's say. So one would be in that um, like Jedi. Uh, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back kind of world. Lineage. And the other one would always be something else. But I think that after they released Han Solo, because that was such a flop that it just <laughs> derailed all of their plans, you know? And then they put all this stuff, let's get it out there. I, I don't know, man. Like the people really like the Mandalorian. I thought it was so boring. Baby Yoda is just he's cute, but whatever. And then the other one after that, um Boba Fett, that yeah. one, those all seem so fake. Like even the CGI, I don't even know if they're low budget. It feels like the CGI is so low budget that it's like old um acting plays, you know what I mean? Yeah. And those fucking scooters, they had the punks driving. Like, who are they making this for? It would be pretty wild and take a long time if you're someone, say you're just turning 17 and you've never gotten into any of the Star Wars stuff. Maybe, maybe that's of- too old, but you you step into it and you have all this. Yeah, you have a ton of content. As, as we sort of got the first Star Wars, waited many years. It was probably 10 years to get those three and then... Well, when I saw Andor, I was like, awesome, they're doing uh, Ewoks. <laughs> not the case. No, because it's Endor, not dark, Andor. Dark and HBO-y. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones. I think uh, we well, can- Well, that's cool. That will probably be cool. I think I should watch it. Nickname Hans Kim, the Asian Ari. The Asian He's just Ari. sort of that blurted out sort of thing, wearing his glasses, and like he's very funny. You found him very funny in this? Uh, I, I haven't seen a lot of setup, but he- at some point, must no. be funny. In this episode of Joe Rogan, did you find him funny? No, I said at uh, the beset that he... Uh... The beset? <laughs> I don't think that's a word. <laughs> well, it is I, now. But again, it sounded good. Smoked a little too much weed. It was just sort of words to mouth. 
much like myself. Have you ever seen Han stand up? I've seen him sit down and stand up. Yes. Have you ever seen his stand up? Uh, yeah. You have? Yeah. Is he good? Uh, he's funny, yeah. He is funny. I've, ne- I've never seen, like, say, I think you have to see someone do the same set two times in a row. Just be like, okay, they got this. Or one was dumb luck. Like, I think you'd also have to see, like, a 20-minute set, too, right? Like, have you ever seen a 20-minute Hans Kim set? I've never seen even that. I've just seen what he's done on uh, Kill Tony. Oh, well, that's not fair. That's his new minute every week. He's got to be something if Joe's putting him up yeah, to open for Dave Chappelle. I agree. Yeah. No, he doesn't have to be because Joe put Brendan Schaub into comedy. So Brendan Sh- I don't bam. think Joe ever let Brendan Schaub open for him. I'd like to say as a no, that's that's true. True. interesting he point. He never did. It's true. Oh, you're, you're coming up. Let's go. You, you, you can run with the big boys in a stadium. Seems like they would have a relationship that he'd do that. It never happened to Brian either, I don't think. And they have the same amount of it's not like Hans Kim is like 10 years in the game. Strange bedfellows. Yes, very interesting. Very well, interesting. Hans Kim is. Uh, this is the first time Joe's done this, right? Like taking Ali a Mikofsky. total unknown. Ali like Mikofsky. Oh, Ali Mikofsky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. both That's from true. Kill Tony. So without Kill Tony, Joe's not doing that. Oh you know? yeah, I mean, if we were historians, Kill Tony is probably going to be one of the biggest things ever. If you know stuff keeps growing, as historians, it's going to be one of the biggest things it, ever. <laughs> Uh, someone now who's too old to remember everything was like, Carson was the thing to get on. And fast forward, if you got to kill Tony, you could have a career. Yeah. I think it, in popularity, it's growing. And it well, works. I agree. Like if you were a really good comedian and you got up on kill Tony and killed, I think that's good for you. Absolutely. You don't usually see that. Most people don't kill. No, Tony. hardly anybody kills. And Tony then kills Even them. the people who say they're like 10-year comedians don't kill. I was super stoked. Uh, Ryan Long was on that. Ryan Long was on Kill Tony? Yeah, just the other Oh, night. as the... Uh, With Ron White. Yeah, I thought you meant... As the uh, panel. He was, oh, he went up and tried his one minute? Found, no, yeah. I think he's too big for that. Anyways, <laughs> that's all I have for these guys. It was an easy conversation, but... Uh, we didn't rate the week. Hans Tim, sorry. We didn't rate the week. We did not. That's interesting. <clears throat> I plead the fifth. Yeah, no, that was my fault. Uh, I'm going to rate this episode uh, just a two and a half, which means I give the week a three. Catch that. Fuck. I give the week a three and I give this one a two and a half. Yeah, I give this one a one and a half. I would actually have rathered just seen um, Tony. No, Hans. Really? Yeah, like, I, I don't know if I'm a fan yet, but I still don't know if I'm a fan or an enemy because I can't. Well, we learned nothing him, about you know? Hans Kim. He got in, I mean. he got Zero. Out. Where well, are you he's done from? How cocaine did, you know? 17 times, and he believes in 100% complete honesty, which makes him sound like he might be autistic. But <laughs> he refused no to graces. admit he was autistic. Joe and Tony both prompted him that potentially you're on are the you spectrum. Are sure you're not autistic? He's like, no, absolutely not. He's just a joke machine. He's just a joke machine. I give the, the week of three overall. It's all right. Simon? Yeah, that was funny, eh? Where uh, Tony's like, yeah, I think you're describing autism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But again, someone a little bit stoned on that platform is not themselves. They're stuck in a thinking they got to act like who they think they are. It's also uh, tough. You're on the third mic. It's your first time I on. am not like, saying that it would be easy to be. I'm just saying I would have rather seen him. If he's going to be on Rogan, then put him on Rogan. Especially you know? after the weekend they just had. 
Oh, yeah. You men will live to have a weekend like that. Wow, the Vikings are trash. All right, well, that's an episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, we really appreciate you. Maybe you're willing to go one step further. We have a Patreon if you want to support the show. You can do so for as little as $5 a month. That $5 will get you the post shows, the show after the show where we shoot the shit. And you'll get uh, the backlog of episodes of This Won't Age Well and hopefully some new ones. Show where we go back, listen to old episodes, do the same bullshit we do here. And uh, you'll get the video. That's the new thing starting this week. Hit that like button. There you go. Like Kamar said. Like and subscribe. We also have a YouTube if you want to get some clips. It's youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. That's it. I'm done selling you stuff. Thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring the show. There will be a link in the description. Be sure to go check them out. Other than that, we hope you have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open.